Hey dudes, another ad here. I'm pretty sure it's the same as the first one, but I'm just going to read what they tell me. Uh, if you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. Okay, it's all bullet points. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. That's actually how I'm recording this right now. I do everything through my phone. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. That's absolutely true. I just don't know how to get the money that I have banked. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Mandatory call to action. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. That's anchor.fm to get started. All right, fuckos, back to your regular scheduled bullshit podcast. His name is Curtis Durrock. There's not much that he won't mock But he'll talk to his friends about sex and rear ends Yeah, it's wrestling with myself Some know him as Scotty O'Shea And he's really into ass play Steve Brown tags along and Mello wrote this song It's wrestling with myself Wrestling with myself Sometimes he does it by himself Discusses wrestling and movies, drugs, hookers, and boobies. It's wrestling with myself. Whoa, wrestling with myself. Whoa, wrestling with myself. On a Friday night, he's got his flashlight. It's wrestling with myself. Whoa, wrestling with myself. Whoa, wrestling with myself. Discusses wrestling and movies, drugs, hookers, and boobies. It's wrestling with myself. Discussing wrestling and movies, drugs, hookers, and boobies. Wrestling with myself. One, two, three. On the first day of Christmas, my true love gave to me. A vibrator with a battery. On the second day of Christmas, my true love gave to me to blow up dolls. And a vibrator with a battery. On the third day of Christmas, my true love gave to me three rubber johnnies. Oh, to blow up dolls. And a vibrator with a battery. On the fourth day of Christmas, my true love gave to me four urine samples, three rubber johnnies, two blow up dogs, and a vibrator with a battery. On the fifth day of Christmas, my true love gave to me five fucking whores. Oh, four urine samples, three rubber johnnies. And a vibrator with a battery. On the sixth day of Christmas, my true love gave to me six priests molesting, five fucking whores, four urine samples, 
three rubber johnnies, two bow-up dogs, and, and a, a vibrator with a battery. On the seventh day of Christmas, my true love gave to me seven strap-on dildos, six priests molesting, five fucking whores, four urine samples, three rubber johnnies, two blow-up dogs, and a vibrator with a battery. On the ninth day of eight. Christmas, on the eighth day of Christmas, my true love came to me. Eight smelly pouches, seven strap-on dildos, six priests molesting, five fucking whores, four urine samples, three rubber johnnies, two blow-up dogs, and a vibrator with a battery. On the ninth day of Christmas, my true love gave to me nine ways of wanking. Eight oh, oh, smelly pouches. Eight posing pouches. <laughs> Seven strap on deals. Six priests molesting. Five fucking <laughs> Four urine samples. Three rubber johnnies. Two blow up dogs. And a vibrator with a battery. On the tenth day of Christmas. Is it my turn? Christmas. Yes. <laughs> my true love gave to me. Ten turd burglars. Nine ways of wanking. Eight smelly pouches. Seven strap-on dildos. Six priests molesting. Five fucking whores. Four urine samples. Three rubber johnnies. Two blow-up dogs. And a vibrator with a battery. On the eleventh day of Christmas, my true love gave to me eleven... Buggered eggs. <laughs> Ten turned burglars. Nine ways of wanking. Eight smelly pouches. Seven strip on dildos. Six priests molesting. Five fucking whores. Four urine samples. Three rubber johnnies. Two blow up dogs. And a vibrator with a family. On the twelfth day of Christmas, my true love gave to me twelve smelly cunts. <laughs> Eleven buggered ends, ten turd burglars, nine ways of wanking, eight smelly pouches, seven strap on dildos, six priests molesting, five fucking whores, four urine samples, three rubber johnnies, two blow up dolls, and a vibrator with a battery. Stop it, play the theme song, and then come back. That's called a cold open, brother. I'm not going to edit that much, okay. though. So okay. It was a good idea, but we're not going to okay. do that. So that was our new professional uh, singing choir. We're called, uh, what did you call us? The Fag Parade? Is that what you called us, Steve? Uh, I, I said the Egg Parade. Oh, my, my, my <laughs> whoa. Yeah. My mistake. Yeah. So if you enjoyed that, uh, wait till next year, and we'll probably do the same one. <laughs> Recycle that bit. Yeah, absolutely. So I'm here with my guests, my uh, real-life friend, P.P. Smalls, my pro-wrestling friend, Stephen Renown Brown. Steve doesn't like when I call him a wrestling friend. He gets mad, because I ca categorize my friends into... Uh, Don't we all, though? We all have, like... That's what I mean. Isn't it just easy? And he gets yeah. he gets defensive. Am I your wrestling friend? Wrestling? Well, you... Reboita? You transitioned. Not to Does, has he ever? Very... Very light. Yeah. You've transitioned into both categories, but wrestling friends are are actually almost better than real friends. Because wrestling friends, you can truly um, you get, get to, to see to naked know, and you really can room. see through them. 
Like they say in Avatar, I see you. That's, I mean, that's what I say in the locker room to people, but it doesn't really take. But you really can, you really know your wrestling friends. Your real friends, you don't know what they're doing. Absolutely. And to categorize you, I can call you my wrestling friend and real life friend, but I don't because it pisses you off. I can't call my real life friend wrestling friends because they don't like it at all. So I think it's about time you stop being such a little fucking loser about this. I mean this from the bottom. I mean this from the bottom of my heart. Oh, he said that. Okay. With all due respect. With all due respect. Okay, cool. From the bottom of my heart, I love you like a brother, but you're being an absolute fucking idiot, bozo clown. You should have been swallowed, you abortion motherfucker. I'm trying to think of a Clark Griswold rant here, and I, it's not coming to me. He didn't say any of that stuff. Maybe I'm thinking of uh, planes, trains, and automobiles. Fucking idiot. Give me the fucking car. I've been left on the, fell off the fucking jetway again. Okay, but what I actually want to talk about. Sorry. Cock, balls. Yeah, shut up over there. What I want to talk about is it's December 18th, year of our Lord, 2019. It's cold outside, it's warm inside. It's almost, it's almost the end of the uh, decade. Decade. And 20 years ago, I was a 10-year-old boy hung like a horse, and I was in my room stressing out about the phenomena, which was Y2K. Were you? I was hoarding all the Doritos, all the Pepsi. Did you guys buy lots of water? No, we're not losers. We have a functioning brain. So you're 20 years old. I was 10 years old, thank you. Oh, sorry. 20 years ago. I was thinking decade, 10 years ago. No. Okay. So what I want to start this podcast off with is what was everybody else's millennium experience. Do you want me to go? If you're going to talk, you got to come up with the microphone. Okay. We're getting lots of complaints that people can't hear us. Oh, really? Well, fuck off. How's this? <laughs> Cock balls. I won't talk then. In the case uh, Anthony King James is listening, uh, how are you? Because he's the main culprit of you complaining about Yeah, he's also our main listener, so oh, we really okay. shouldn't. Hi, hi, hi. Yes. Hi. Thanks for listening. So what was your millennium experience? Do you remember it? Do you remember stressing about it? Oh, it was a millennium experience. Oh, you've been working on that since I told you about this this morning. Oh, first of all, when you told me about it and I put LOL, you're like, well, I'm not funny, am I a comedian? Yeah. It's going to get serious all of a sudden. I wasn't serious. Thank you. Thank you for thinking. But, uh, no, um, it was lame. I actually didn't go anywhere. How old were you? You were were 28 at the time? (laughs) No, 25. 25. Uh, no, for real. Wait, 20. Yeah. 15. I was 15. 15? Yeah. Uh, You're only five years older than me? Yeah. Because you look like you've lived 40 more years. Oh, you've seen I, a lot of winters. When I post, posted that picture on uh, Instagram, I was looking at it today. I'm like, wow. You are a weathered I man. I have aged a lot in yeah. two years. You aged like a banana out in the rain. Real real life hit me <laughs> hard. Uh, I didn't do anything. And it was funny. We weren't really worried because we didn't own... Uh, Electricity. You <laughs> <laughs> didn't own a computer. Okay. So, but my mom kind of like got kind of sorry that wind of like what was happening. Yeah. So we used to have like a water, like you know the water coolers, like offices have them. Yeah, yeah. So she you ordered, ordered that was gonna dis. She ordered that was gonna malfunction. Like, we would normally get like two bottles, uh, like every delivery. I remember at the time she got like eight. I'm like, what do you think is gonna happen here? 
So they were kind of stressing about it, my mom and my stepdad. But me and my brother were like, we don't own a computer. So it's not going to really affect us, you know? And By the way, guys, side note, if it sounds like a petting zoo in here, it's because it is. Yeah. We got an extra dog in here. They're getting along marvelous, marvelously, marvelously. Well, I think they're about to play now. Yeah, probably. Is Perfect. About trying to end it, though. Oh, of course. But uh, so we didn't really, we didn't really care, and they were stressing out. So all, when me and my brother were downstairs, we were probably playing 64 and 64, and like when the countdown was supposed to come, we went and we're like, we gotta do it. We gotta turn the power off. Turn the lights off. No, like, we went and, like, into the, like, um, where, the, what's it called? The fuse box was. Yeah. And we just hit, like, you know, the big switch. Yeah, the big breaker. It it's funny because the, uh, so, midnight, like, you hear them, happy new year. And you hate everything? <laughs> I, the, the only reason and I thought about this. you hear my stepdad, hold you. <laughs> was because I saw a picture and it was, like, I guess it was from, like, an old desktop that somebody bought at Best Buy yeah. right around the millennium. And there's a sticker on the box or on the actual tower of the computer and it says, make sure to turn your computer off on 12-31-99. Like, it, like, there was warnings just in case. Like, I loved how computers could go on the internet. We could do everything on it. Like, even 20 years ago, it had the access to just about everything to it. But we were scared it couldn't round up to a zero like well, that's what I, I don't thought, understand like, it would like would it be able to switch over to like uh 20 and instead 20 of our clock old, you know? on our computer just malfunctioning we thought everything electronic yeah. was then going to become a terminator yeah but what, what did you do on the millennium do you I, remember it was a balmy summer night <laughs> i remember this vividly uh no i honestly don't even remember it's the, I, it, I couldn't even tell you. It's the only, like, New Year's that really sticks up out to me. Because I remember not being scared, but being, like, uh, aware, I guess. And I remember as soon as midnight hit, uh, my parents had people over. Nothing happened, of course. We watched the ball drop. And then I heard noise outside, so I went to the front door and opened the door. And it was, like, chaos I was hearing. And I was scared shitless. And then I think it was my dad that came out with me. He's like, what are you doing? He's like, listen, it's scary outside. And it was just people banging pots and pans. But to me, it sounded like a war was going on. <laughs> and I was just like, well, so there was like a minute or two. You were really worried. Oh, I was 10. I was 10 once too. Yeah, you were a fucking idiot then, just like yeah, you're a fucking idiot I was now. Smart. I was smarter when I was 10. No. I didn't have a lot of electronics, I think. I don't, my I don't know if I had a computer yeah, looking back. We never really had a computer. computer. We had extra pieces of drywall in the basement. I don't think anything was going to happen with that. <laughs> yeah. But, but, I, I remember being scared my VCR wouldn't work anymore. Oh, yeah, the VCR. No, that was, I was scared of that. No, clock on that anyway. No, yeah, I never did. You know? I could never learn how to, like, record something in the future. If I had to leave, like, set the VCR, I never knew. I had to be there watching it and recording it or else I, I think, was out of luck. I think later I figured out at this time so you have to set the clock and just record at this time but it took me like forever to figure it out I don't know if I ever did I think most of the time I just like be at work or whatever and I call my mom I'm like yeah can you go record Smackdown for me yeah. like, do you remember maybe, maybe you guys were smarter than me I doubt it looking at you but <laughs> do you remember <laughs> do you remember like on a VHS you could pop up the tab so you couldn't record yeah, yeah. and all you had to do was put anything over it yeah, and it yeah. was just 
piece of tape. Yeah, anything. You want to go stick some tissue well, in you it. You had to like clog it. Yeah, you had to like clog it, but then. The but I thought there was a robot in there, like yeah. inspecting it. Like, no, can't record on this one. No, it wasn't. It was so like, weird. yeah. It was literally just a thing that went touched into it. The tape. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah, man. VCRs were awesome. I got one right there. It's not plugged in, but I always have one, and I have all these VHSs that. I like kept when I moved out. I was just like, I'll bring him. I'll watch him all. I don't think I plugged in a VHS since I've lived here. I found a box with like all my like old wrestling ones. Yeah, used to tape the pay per views on viewers' shows. Dude, it was the best. ECW on like TNN, like like the whole run. You can find anything online too easy now. I never would have thought. Like I remember, I uh, for the longest time I stopped buying like pay per view DVDs, but uh any of the documentaries I'd buy because like these will be harder they're just as easy to yeah. fucking find they're not on the network but literally you can type in like Ric Flair documentary it's or, there or like the DX tape yeah there's like HBK on the front it's yeah exactly it's so easy to find everything is so easy do you know that picture is cropped because uh, Rick Rude was originally behind oh they took Rick out yeah Rick O'Shea Rick O'Shea Rick O'Shea what happened to Rick Rude I haven't seen him in a while he went on a long hunting trip, I think. Something like that. I used to pop out the back of those VHS tapes. I used to sell them. Yeah. Uh, I used to sell pornography when I was in high school. That is an so on-brand statement yeah. this man has just made. <laughs> so he used to sneak that. down at night, and we had that uh, the cable box. The black box? The, yeah. Well, that's what they were called. Yeah, they were. Called. Yeah. You didn't really get as much grief. <laughs> you didn't really get as much grief back then as you do now if you say the black box. <laughs> it likes yeah. to be called the African-American box. Yeah, I used to sneak down in um, the middle of the night while my parents were sleeping and record two sets of uh, movies, two sets yeah. of pornography movies. Did you just record what was ever was on, or did you look for something specific? Like, <laughs> no, you know, we had to take requests. The, the, the nerdy... Like, just the, say a guy was like... Just give me whatever you want, or you're just like that's how it works. Give me Baywatch Seven, <laughs> and then like I remember cranking it to infomercials to like Love Line. <laughs> yeah. Give me a call. Pick up the phone. Yeah, exactly. I used to sneak downstairs, record the eleven o'clock Peter, film. He's amazing tonight, by the way. <laughs> it's delicious. And then at three or two o'clock, wake up again. <laughs> Take out the tape, eject it, and put another one in for the two to Holy four moly. o'clock. And then I'd take those tapes and I'd sell them for five bucks in high school. That's good deal. Them in, yeah, so I was the guy who had all the pornography tapes in his backpack. And Not schoolwork. And then when the uh, he said that's completely on break. Yeah, yeah. And then when the porn runs out, it just runs into your parents' wedding video. <laughs> just the last twenty-five <laughs> no, I, minutes. I would go to Radio Shack and I would buy like several blank tapes. And then sometimes I would actually forget to wake up, and then I'd have like two or three movies on there. I'm like, dude, there's a double feature on this one, man. That's an extra $7. All those $5 bills I had in my wallet, like a drug dealer, (laughs) I used to buy poutine at the cafeteria. (laughs) Poutine at a pop. I wish that's on brand, too. That's on brand, too. (laughs) Mello was supposed to come over tonight, but he's not because he's banging an 18 year old he met on Grindr. Good for him. But yeah, that's what I said. It was hard to give him some grief, but I really wanted him to come. But he's had this story that he's never said. Because he told me once, and then even said, I'll say it on the podcast, but then he was working at Best Buy at the time, and he's like, this runs a little too close. Because, what was, was it, when he was a kid, so in like the 80s, what was like, where would you get video games? Would it be Toys R Us? Uh, Toys R Us, yeah, Toys R Us, Consumers Distributed. Consumer, yeah. I think it was Toys R Us, but he had, he had some kind of system where he could steal 
Nintendo games like five a week and he was reselling them at school and he said like he was making like good good money and this wasn't just like a couple day thing he was doing this for like months and an investigation was run on him and he got in shit and I can't remember what he happened him? oh yeah but he was underage so like he really got away with it yeah you get away with everything when you're here. but it's such a great story I've wanted him to tell it so since he's not telling it I'm just spoiling it but he wouldn't say it because he's like I work at Best Buy and if they hear this like they're gonna think I'm stealing electronics but it was literally I have a relative she used to steal DVDs but like in the mid 80s he had like he was just walking around with like thousands of dollars in his pocket from selling fucking Mario well that's the thing right you, you get a game that back then the games were like 70 60 70 mm-hmm. bucks which they still are now yeah. yeah and you're selling it to a kid for 30 bucks profit. You know what I found interesting that we may have touched upon this on the podcast a lot, but I don't give a fuck. How, uh, like in the 80s, if you wanted to buy a VHS of a movie, it was like $80. Yeah. And yeah. then Batman came out and Batman. flooded the market, yeah. right? Batman. And then it was just, uh, after that, everybody, like, yeah. did was every release affordable after that? Yeah. Because it because you can watch on YouTube for like Child's Play 2 or Child's Play 1 <laughs> it's a Chucky commercial it's like it's coming out on VHS blah 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 and it's like buy it now eighty nine ninety nine. dollars 99 because the video insane. store but that was the thing the video store would, would buy, buy it. it Yeah. and they used to sell dual deck VCRs remember like, mm-hmm. and a dual deck VCR you just buy VHS game record it. the movie and just, yep. but also you couldn't record them if the tape uh, there was no tab. You had to nobody fill it caught on to like you had to fill it to like re- be able to record. The yeah, I love how like back then it took people. If you learn that hack, you were a genius. Now, if you buy a game and it's encrypted and you can't play it because you have the wrong device, your your Xbox is the Xbox Arcade is as opposed to the Xbox with four to five fucking free gigs or something. People just know hook it up to my computer. I go through a couple codes, I fucking backlog all of that, I go around this, and I'm playing in 20 seconds. Like, it's crazy how much things have changed. I remember... I remember my aunt had a drawer that was all VHS. Yeah. They were numbered, and there was three movies on each one. And number 29 had Ghostbusters and the Slammy Awards, like 1987. Nice. Slammy. It's a good double feature. Good I, forget, yeah. I forget the other one. It might have been Beetlejuice. Mm-hmm. And then there was another one that had Secret of My Success. Have you ever seen that movie? No. Is it like Tiptoes? Michael J. Fox movie. Uh, And Masters of the Universe. Oh, nice. Yeah. And I remember like... Have you seen the Tiptoes trailer? Trailer? No. Okay. This is a real trailer, by the way. Is it really real? It's real. It's released. It's not talked about at all. I think it's called Tiptoes. This looks like a Saturday Night Live sketch. This is 100% real with an insane cast. Oh, yeah. Is that McConaughey? It, it, yeah. It literally has an IMDb rating. Carol and Steven's life together was perfect. Already sounds fake. I gotta get going. Right this second? Kate Beckinsale. Hey, baby. Hey, sweetie. I love you. There's one small problem. Hi, I'm Ralph. I'm your brother. <laughs> <laughs> 
It's Commissioner Gordon on his knees acting like a midge. Hey, that was the blonde midget. Bridget the midget. From, uh, what I can't say that, it? sorry. Bridget the dwarf. No, the blonde one. That's from uh, Welcome, I'm Steven. Total Recall. Kate Beckinsale were in that choker, too. When the going gets rough, it's only the size of your heart that counts. This is a real trailer. Who's voicing this? You knocked up this great girl and you didn't tell her that her baby's probably gonna be lit. I'm not like you. We are so cute and cuddly. Peter Dinklage? That's him. That was for sure. Is that Patricia Arquette? Might be. Ready for an adult relationship. What is this man doing in her bedroom? A walk down the aisle. Uh, Steven's a, he's a very lucky guy. I just hope he's smart enough not to screw it up. He's just a beginning. There'll be rough patches, just no doubt about it. <laughs> Canal Plus and Langley Productions proudly present command performances from Kate Beckinsale, Matthew McConaughey. Patricia Arquette, it is. and in the role of a lifetime, Gary Oldman. The role of a lifetime. He's walking around on his knees like a penguin. Is this a Christmas movie? <laughs> okay, hold on. It sure is magical, like one. How? Look, you can buy or rent it. 2004. Have you seen it? No, I've only seen this. Okay. We're not doing a watch long. I can't not sit today. through it. I can't sit through it. It's only an hour and a half. That's is long enough. This is the cat. Oh, it's fine. He's good with cats. He's, a, he's okay. Jersey's okay. Jersey, the cat's probably more worried. Just It's okay, buddy. Is it by me? Yeah. It's on your shoulders. It's on your shoulders. Why? What happened? Throw it on Steve's face. It's the only pussy he ever gets. Oh, shit. Snap, 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 snap. <laughs> So you have to watch this movie. Dude, it looks, in the role of a lifetime, Gary Oldman, the man who played Cordell, or whatever his name was, in Hannibal. I don't know what you're Cordell. Commissioner, Commissioner Gordon. Gordon. Dracula. Of course. That movie's dog shit, I'll say it. Dr. Acula. <laughs> really? It, dude, I tried rewatching it. Like, I don't like it either. 2004? Yeah, I guess. How wild is that? It's a if, movie from the past, but it's even worse in the future. <laughs> I thought this was an upcoming release. This feels like... Canadian film, yes. Oh, yeah. I'll say it right now. <laughs> no, no, no. It this feels like if you were watching not. Seinfeld and they did, like, a scene where they watched the preview of a terrible movie, yeah. that would be that the would terrible be. movie. This, this seems like a movie that was made... They were to like, fail. Totally, like, let's make this, let's make this, you know? It's going to be, like, great. And then someone got wind, like, what the fuck are you guys doing? And then they're like, oh, fuck, fuck that, fuck that. And... Like they like canned it, yeah, for, like a long time. Well, I'm sure those actors now don't want that getting written. Then the M word is like the N word now. Well, I've talked right about now. that on the podcast. Let me tell you right now, they're throwing it around it like it's a clan meeting. It says you can buy, it says you can buy or rent it. <laughs> they're throwing it around like this movie's Friday or something like that. In a world where everyone's a midget, <laughs> rating 14A. Like I what? think that's the height. 
Can you go to the IMDb page? Yes, for this, I can. Uh, movie? Was this Rotten Tomato approved? Like, is this a certified movie? Have you seen the Peanut Butter Falcon? I have no interest. <laughs> Zero interest. You want to talk about? Tra- uh, we're not watching the Cats trailer again. I'm so fucking oh, pissed yeah. off with it. I'm, I'm convinced that movie is made to be terrible because that's the marketing. Everyone's gonna go see it to see the the fucking how bad it is. Yeah, the dog shit it is. Who's Rum Tum Tugger? Rum Tum Tugger. It looks like the people in this movie. Go Gary Oldman. Peter Dinklage. Kate Beckinsale. <laughs> Matthew McConaughey. Patricia Arquette. David Allen Greer. Uh, Brittany Guzman. I know that name. Besides that, I'm about out. Like, let's read the trivia, because that'll tell us if it got canned. Moose Soup. Gary Goldman often made his famous moose soup for the cast. Have you ever seen the moose soup clip? No. Oh my god, I gotta show you that. Look at the first one. Gary Oldman kept his jeans extremely tight and And high for the entire film in order to create the illusion of a small Okay, 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 okay. This is all wrong. I just... Okay, okay, guys. I just realized this. I have first learned about this movie from the podcast, Your Mom's House, which Steve had previously been... <laughs> Not a guest on, but made a cameo yeah, appearance. They made this fa- this movie famous because they kind of brought it back. And now I'm pretty sure all their fans have gone onto their IMDb and filled it with all their inside jokes. None of this is real, I can tell you right now. Well, what about this one? Director Matthew Bright was fired after he turned in his cut, and the whole film was then re-edited. P- Peter Dinklage had said the original director's cut was screened in Austin, Texas, was gorgeous, but the people who fire Bright ruined the movie. I do not believe this movie was ever get good because Gary Oldman is literally walking on his knees with shoes under his knees trying to be taken serious. Would you be, like, pissed off? Like, you're Peter Dinklage, mm-hmm. and they're making a movie about a midget. Yeah. Little person. Yeah. A little person, and you are... A, a person McNugget is what they like to be called. A f- famous, <laughs> famous acting little person that's quite, like, quite a good actor. Just think, he did this movie and Elf the same year. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. He's that angry Elf. So and from he, this... He picked up in an SUV. The temperature of the SUV <laughs> must be exactly... <laughs> so from 2003 to... Right now, 2019, he has single-handedly eliminated every single little person out yeah. of Hollywood. Yeah, he's, he's the, the main guy. One. If you need he's a little person, yeah. he's the only one. Well, there's one. He's cut all the other ones off at the knees. There's, <laughs> <laughs> there's that other one. Have you ever seen the movie The Benchwarmers? Mm-hmm. Who hides in his peanut butter fortress? I don't remember that, but I've seen the movie. That that bitch is, is the Benchwarmers the one with Napoleon Dynamite? Yeah, it's like. He's picking something. He's scratching your brain. Oh, yeah. It's so huge. <laughs> someone actually put, like, someone's like, oh, your top five movies are pure And someone actually had bench warmers. As one of I can appreciate those dog shit comedies, though. <laughs> they don't make them anymore. Why are the good old days of dog shit movies? Dog like shit comedy. <laughs> <laughs> put on the trailer for the Peanut Butter Falcon. Dude, I can't do it again. I hate it. <laughs> Just because it has wrestling involved doesn't mean I'm going to like it. Are these actual, like, facts? No, that's what I mean. I'm okay. pretty sure it's all been fucking fucked around. Here, let me show you. Um, what's, what do I call it? Oh, shit. 
This is just your mom's house podcast ripoff at this point. But I love this. I just want you guys to hear this lady and then imagine what she I looks like. I think this is Charlie Huntington. Woo! Oh my god! Oh my god! Get your passenger! Son of a bitch! That's a guy. <laughs> Son of a bitch! Damn That's it. a guy talking. Damn it! Dirty bitch! <laughs> Fuck! You guys are doing good! Come hurry up! Is that Charlie? Oh, dirty! Son of a. <laughs> Come down later for moose soup. <laughs> yeah. Dude just fell out of a boat. She's offering him soup. soup Why is she out of breath? <laughs> she walked on a right. gradual <laughs> hill like five steps. Guys are doing good. Hey, I got you on video. I'm dying for a boat just to come Dirty. and smoke him. Son of a bitch. Oh, there he is. I love how they're in a race. There's one boat. No one else has passed anywhere. Do, do Dirty you, do you bitch. Watch South Park? I don't. I should. Type in uh, South Park jewelry store. South Park. Or just type in South Park. I always have a problem jewelry. spelling jewelry. I'm not going to lie. Just jewelry. I think there's different ways of spelling it. Well, you got to put South Park. I was so worried about <laughs> spelling jewelry. Working I just spelled jewelry. South jewelry. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. Okay, go to Jewelry Channel. I don't see it. Jewelry Channel, got it. Okay. Click the top one. You want to get it on these videos, call now. Next item is... This is item number 45781. This is Del Griffith. Selling shower curtain earrings. earrings. These are genuine faux sapphire earrings. <laughs> 14 karat gold, 86 karat faux sapphire. Faux is a French word. It's got an X in it, but you don't even pronounce it X. How do you like that for prestigious? These are only for $6 million. We're going to sell these today for $320. This makes up a number. I love how they've been focused on this because this is exactly how home shopping yeah. is. Bearbean, you just got a heck of a deal. What's your last name, sweetheart? Oh, I can't remember. You can't remember. Well, can you remember your credit card number? Hold on, Vivian. We'll get you on with a wrap. Take down that number. Thanks for shopping with us, and congratulations on the lovely 14 karat faux sapphire earrings. Okay, now, oh, yeah, okay. Is it this one? Yeah. Let me, let me, let me set the stage for you here. You're going to that seniors cocktail party. It's bingo night. You're looking for something to wear. How about a 13 karat panza topanza night ring? <laughs> this is, oh, we got a caller already on this one. Hello, sir. You must be a fan of panza topanza night. Yeah, hi. Um, you should kill yourself. What's that? I said you should kill yourself. What you do is sort of unjustifiable. And you know it's unjustifiable. And you don't care. You're the definition of evil. Kill yourself. 
Okay, we're gonna sell this ring for just $37.95. How's that? I just read that the day shopping networks make most of their money is on the day seniors pick up social security checks. Kill yourself. All right, well, you shouldn't say things like that because <laughs> some host of a jewelry channel sure might up and do it and then you'd feel really bad. No, I wouldn't. Yes, you would. No, because I really want you to I love yourself. the long shots, right, well, exactly like this? it is. Yeah, the identical. If host goes home tonight and blows his brains out, you might be liable. That's a lawsuit worth $2.7 million. How's that sound? <laughs> I just can't believe it. Alright, I tell you what, I'll bring the lawsuit down to twenty nine thirty nine. It doesn't matter what price you put on anything. Your only chance to right the wrong you've done and repay all the elderly people whose lives you've destroyed is to kill yourself. <laughs> well, that's calling up and telling someone to kill themselves. That's not a joke. I'm not joking. Do it. I like how the music's still playing. I love how, like... Now, go, go, go back to, to when you first searched. I love how there's, like, the go long pauses. Exactly how it would be on, like, morning radio. Scroll down, there's a... Cartman is selling stuff? Right. No, that's not it. That one there. No. Cartman console. Yeah, that, no, that one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 no. Good quality, HD. This sounds like they're listening to it in a wind tunnel. There's a better version of it. Steve, you have a beautiful voice. Oh, watch that. What? Strong woman. We're here? Yeah. Okay, so put the same. Just pause it for a second. On South oh, this, Park. Oh, this is new. Yeah, on South Park, there's a character, PC Principal. Mm -hmm. And he, everything's PC. Like, yo, you know PC? Bro, you know, like. PC as in Pepsi Cola is what we're speaking of. Yeah, like, right. politically correct. Then, they, then, he, has, then he has. A, then he has a. Uh, he hooks up with a woman. She's strong. Get out of town. Strong woman. And it's supposed to be, like, make fun. So now. Strong woman is in the uh, is in the, what are these called? Uh, Olympics. Triathlon. 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 A two-day long competition of tests built to push athletes to their very limits. I don't know if the graphics are getting better on South Park or my uh, standards are going down, but those women look kind of hot. Miss Woman, do you feel ready? Oh yeah, I'm ready. Miss Woman. There are just so many amazing women athletes out here today. It makes me so proud. Now, this is the first year that a trans woman is in the competition. How do you feel about that? Amazing. I feel honored to be a part of history. I have a lot of incredible <laughs> trans friends life. who are athletes, and so we're all inspired this woman's competing. Uh-huh. And uh, have you actually ever met Heather Swanson? Uh, no, I've never competed against her before, no. She's not exactly your average trans athlete. Well, what is an average trans athlete? Honestly, I find that kind of bigoted, David. Okay, Heather Swanson is actually okay. Okay. Yeah. How does it feel to be competing today? <laughs> I can't tell you how free I feel now that I started identifying as a woman. Now that I can compete female, I'm ready to Just macho man. And is it correct you just started identifying as female two weeks ago? 
I'm not here to talk about my transition. I'm here to kick some fucking ass. Let me tell you something, Dingleberry. David Perry. I'm gonna smoke them. I am the strongest woman this state has ever seen. Any words for the challenger, Miss Woman? Uh, good luck, Heather. <laughs> luck is for dudes. Well, with that, let's get right to the action. <laughs> He's just destroying the competition. Ah, this reminds me of which i thought about at work the other day i want to do our next watch along should be the team america world police someone had a tweet today about live action version and like naming all the people like we did like uh ryan reynolds i think i saw that, was that? it was ryan reynolds oh, i did see that yeah. i did see i thought about it the other day though because i haven't i used to have that movie on dvd and i swear like anytime we'd have a sleepover or like there's just be a group of people it would always be Yo, make sure to bring Team America World Police. It's so funny. What was that movie or the show that it was like based off of? Thunderbirds. Thunderbirds, that's, that's right. right. It was black and white, right? It was. Am I crazy? No, it wasn't black and white. What was the color? It was black it and was white. really old. Right, really old. And, uh, yeah, they made that movie because they, they wanted to make another movie, but they didn't work with actors. And then, then they're like, yeah, we're never going to make another movie because puppets were even worse. Oh my god, I could have meant. I had that idea. Oh my god, this is where it came from. Okay, so. America! I was going to message you and Eddie. I thought about this in bed last night because I've been thinking about this. Because last week I was saying how I like movies that take two genres that kind of never go together. So what if we were. I know we can't. This is just an idea. We were to take a movie with marionette dolls but make it a horror. That could be cool. It would be impossible. I don't know how you do it. I was thinking more along the line of children's film and porno. I think that's called child pornography, and I no, think you adult, get arrested. It's adult cast. Adults playing children starring in porn. The puppets are children? Yeah. No. Oh. Yeah, is it? Is it child porn if you're, if it's, what it's if we take Cabbage Patch? Okay, okay. Right. Last, what, if, what if they have adult genitalia? That's actually funny, though. That's funny. A horror movie with marionettes, that's funny. Like, could you do it? Could you build the suspense with fucking puppets on wire? I don't know. Like, build the suspense about terrorists in world. That is true. Team America. I love TV. my favorite part in Team America. It's just like, what's the sign if you're in trouble? Raise your arms above your head and scream really loudly. <laughs> <laughs> Last week on the podcast, we had uh, Logan Savage, and we were talking about all our, all like the short films or ideas for movies we've ever had in our life. Do you have any? 
Do I have any movie ideas? Yeah. Yeah, I do have you movie You're creative as shit. Yes. I have a few, yeah. They uh, basically rip off older movies that came before them. Yeah. But, uh... Let's be real. Everything is a yeah. uh, rip-off of something now. Yeah. I'm trying to think of something now. I'm totally drawn a blank. Fili- filibuster to, like... What was your, uh... What was your, uh... Animated series going to be called? The Cantankerous Adventures of P.P. Smalls? Yeah. <laughs> Cantankerous. I don't know what it means, but I love that word. <laughs> but we were trying to... We wanted to make that into, like, a sitcom, too. Yeah. Cantankerous yeah. Adventures. It was almost like a rip-off of, um... I shouldn't even say rip-off. It was uh, a, a, a loose version of um, Kick-Ass. Oh, nice, nice. Where I'm just hanging with some friends, and uh, we just get the idea of, like, hey, why don't we just try and fight crime, or why can't we be superhero? And then through happenstance, uh, I almost, like, Mr. Magoo my way into, like, saving a lady from being uh, mugged by a robber. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I can't even remember what the thing was I was hanging clothes on a clothesline yeah. like three three stories up and then the wire breaks and I go swinging through and someone just happens to be robbing an old lady oh, and yeah. I tackle them and then I swing away <laughs> and then uh, we start designing like we start taking different material from our wrestling gear yeah. to make a superhero outfit that's pretty sweet and then yeah and then just the crimes become bigger and bigger and I can't even remember like how it ended but it was just similar to that it was a kick ass that's pretty that just gave me an idea too <clears throat> escalation Yes, that just gave me the idea of basically backpedaling off your idea now to a group of friends that go, hey, why can't we be superheroes, but there's no crime in their city. So they start setting up crimes just so they can save the day. That morphs into them just becoming, like, crime bosses. That's cool. I don't don't have an end game. You gotta, you gotta, like... It would be good if half, like, if it was, let's say, a team of four... Mm -hmm. Uh, two of the four actually just say, you know what, it's easier just to commit the crimes. Like, why do we have to set it up to, like, save oh, at the I end? See and then the other two are like, no, we need to, we're good people. And they're like, ah, forget it. So the two end up wanting to just be evil. Then the other two want to actually so still be the, good. Oh, and they end up, that's cool. They end up turning on each other and then fighting. That's Eternally cool. fighting with each other. And, it, it, they started this thing as yeah, buddies, yeah. and now they're at each other's throats. All that's right. cool. That's like kick-ass. Is it? I've never seen Kick-Ass. Maybe right. I've seen the Red-ness. first one. And Kick-Ass are buddies. Right. And they become... Right. Wants to become like, the, mo- um, the motherfucker? The, <laughs> I was going to say, like, uh, what's his name, too, on uh, The Incredibles? Frozone. Uh, fr- no, 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 not Frozone. Syndrome. No. Syndrome. Syndrome. He actually just wants to be loved. And oh, that's right. Yeah. But he, that's a great movie. Yeah, see? See, everything's like an idea or a rip-off of another... The first thing. Incredibles movie is the best fantastic film movie there's ever been. <laughs> Jersey, come here. It is true, though. Like, everything... Like, no matter what idea you have now, nothing is truly original anymore. Yeah, no. Because, like, like, A Quiet Place. Have you guys seen it? Yeah. Very original. Or very creative, but it's just, like, Bird Box was released, like, three months before it. Before that, like... I, uh, what else? Uh, oh, what's that, that movie? Idea for A Dark Place, and it's just the whole movie is in the dark. Yeah. And you just hear the dialogue. That that sounds horrendously boring. <laughs> I'd rather watch Tiptoes every day of my life than to Let's watch order it right now. Yeah. I have my credit card. Let's do it. <laughs> no, no, it is original, and I do like if done well, like single room thrillers, like that movie we were talking about with Ryan Reynolds when he was in the coffin, yeah, He's buried Jersey. or whatever. Yeah. That's cool. Come like here. phone booth was a, he he eventually gets out, but like that was the start of kind of um, that genre. What was another? We had like two or three 
stupid ideas, did we? Shouldn't say they're stupid. If Steve was involved, they do. No, no, no. They were good. What ideas? What else do we have? We had something else. There was something else that was gold. I can't remember. remember. There's so many things that like flood through our head. I can't even remember what it is. Now, here's a question. You have all these ideas all the time. You're very. Have you ever actually capitalized on this? No. No. That's that's what we talked about. We had a whole podcast about that. It's like we all have these ideas. We write them down. We have screenplays. Have we filmed anything? Never. It's uh, the scene of, what is it, The Simpsons, when Flanders, Flanders' parents, you see them, they're like, you gotta help us, Doc, we've tried nothing, and we're all out of ideas. <laughs> like, that's what I always think of. It's like, have you ever done anything to, like, follow this through on this idea? No. Is this a good idea? Well, I Jersey. think so. I have zero follow through. Have you done any, yeah. Jersey. Zero. Another idea I had was, I wanted to take, like, a, I wanted to take, like, a notorious, um, criminal family like, yeah. so where I work there's like many different uh, there's many different um, there's many different criminals by the same name they're all related to the same family so let's just say for instance quote unquote it's the Joneses yeah so for the last like 20 30 years now uh, the Joneses have brothers and cousins and uncles and fucking and they're all criminals they're all just like they basically uh, dwindle the country's resources by having to take care of them and bust them and investigate them and all this sort of stuff. So my idea was that the the government has time traveling technology. I like it. Okay. And first of all, let's let's even let's before we even get into this idea, we know as a fact that the elite and we know what the elite is, the, the elite the one percent of the population have time traveling technology already mm-hmm. but they refuse to share it with anybody they're the ones who are getting richer and richer and we're still stuck here you know talking is about this, fucking is this looper this, is this, this an actual thing you believe no okay so this is yes you believe one percent yeah one percent has time travel yeah, i agree that explains why they show a lot of photos where a guy's got like a cell phone I, yeah in the and 30s stuff. and stuff it's like crazy or when they'll show like it's almost like it's not like, photoshop there's stuff, though, from before Photoshop, or they show historic figures, and they look just like, you know, Nicolas Cage. Or yeah, that, that stuff is weird, but totally plausible. So the government, the starch conservative government, wants to save money and cut back. So they send back a soldier or some sort of representative back in time to eliminate the original, hmm. the original seed, the original Jones, right? So they send back a warrior. So in hearing this, this sounds phenomenal. The the the, uh, the, the guards, no no, not the people, the, the public sector people hear of this plan, and they want to stop this because they know throughout time now this family has added, you know, more police officers, mm. more public servants, over time, all this sort of all this money that could be made. So they choose a warrior or a soldier. From the union, their representative, and they send that person back in time, like a universal soldier, some sort of universal soldier to combat the government's version of a a terminator. Hmm. To so basically, they both fight to try and protect this one scumbag who they know is going to just commit crimes and breed all over the place and all this sort of stuff, right? So that's one idea I had. I don't know if that's reminiscent of any type of time traveling mm-hmm. movie. I've never heard that but before. Yeah, that's another idea. It sounds like a blockbuster. It if like it was if you were to ever actually follow through with that, yeah. It sounds like a blockbuster. I think, it sounds like uh, a story they could really flush out over two good movies. Mm-hmm. And then fourteen and then bad ones? Six after that are just awful. Yeah. Okay. 
Like god off. It's got that kind of legs, yeah, I agree. Near me is a town called Chippewa. Yeah. And uh, there was a director, he, he grew up in there, he became somewhat famous. His name was James Cameron. Never heard uh, of him. But he may be available to make said movie. But well, I mean, we'll hash that all in production. My my uh, aunt Linda, she lives in Hamilton. Yes. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> she she'd make a great uh, uh, female lead if you yeah. need someone too. She's been looking for a part. Is she your hot aunt? <laughs> yeah, hot, yeah, hot ripped aunt. And I think in about in about twenty eight years, she's still gonna be. Ripped. ripped. <laughs> that gross rip. Yeah, yeah. Was, is that the one this that uh, one muscles. time she, you were telling me she was like, she put her bed up sideways and she was doing yeah, exactly. ups on it? Yeah. Mm. And stabbed her doctor and then... Hey, we've okay. all been there. Come here, Jersey. Come here. What ideas do you have? I know you've, you've got a couple kicking around there. Yeah, we had, okay, like, at the, uh, just to not repeat ourselves too much on this, I have one where, have you seen our shed in the backyard? Um, it's just a shed. It, it, I, I'm acting like it, it's some museum that like I have to show you for you to totally come oh, okay. It's just a shed. But I had this idea like when we first moved in. Uh, Sex shed. No, that's what it is currently. Oh, okay. Uh, we have to kind of. But you're always hanging out there by yourself. Yeah, I've had a lot of one sums. <laughs> but basically, it's just like somebody living in there oh, without you. me knowing. Right. And then there's yeah. the idea of <laughs> when we moved in here. That's kind of an easy idea. It's just I, I like the idea that it has a light in there, and I can see if the light's on. I can see it through our window in our bedroom, right? So there's like things we can play with there. But also, when we moved in, uh, we have an attic, but it's closed off. But we know we have a crawl space, so the first year we were here, we were like, let's put all our Christmas shit in the crawl space, and we opened it, and it's like an eight foot long crawl space, pretty big, eight feet or four feet, and there was a sleeping bag in it. Oh my god. Yeah, and we were just like, <laughs> now, I wasn't scared because I, we knew the people that previously lived here, and it was obviously, it was attached to the kid's room, it was in their closet, so it was obviously like, the kid used it as a clubhouse or something, right? Or his uncle stayed there. Right? That's all, you're touched by an uncle, it's no big deal. Yeah. Okay. But then there's like that idea of uh, it's not an original oh, idea, wow, but somebody okay. living in the walls type deal. Right. Do something called crawl space, and then I have a lot of stuff. Uh, my juices oh my really God. got flowing when I uh, moved into the house because then it was like I have an entire house I can use. You know what I mean? Yeah. You moved into a movie studio. I was also thinking yesterday with crawl space though, because I was in the hot tub at night, and yet again, uh, the hot tub right below our bedroom window. So I'm just sitting in the hot tub, and I know a lot of these things all mesh together. Well, if I was to ever actually make this movie, all these elements would obviously be in one movie. I wouldn't repeat them. But it was like I'm sleeping. I'm just in the hot tub. And our bedroom lights on, and then I see like somebody looking at me, and then I run in the house, and it's just like no one's here, all the doors are locked, like you know what I mean. And then it's just like somebody's breaking into the house, and then the movie evolves to no, somebody's always been in the house, you know, something like that. Yeah. Could it be like? Uh, can that person be like a homeless man? Yeah, I think so. That you I gave can... money to outside of a grocery store or something mm. like that. Oh. And just jumped in the back. Yeah, no, I just did. And then just jumped in the back of my truck to get home. That's actually plausible now that I think about it. Okay. Like he was always there. You're right. He was always there. He was always at the grocery store. He yes. Was always. But you never really noticed him. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Because he has a crush on you. Yeah. And it's just like I wake up in the middle of the night, or no, no, when I wake up in the morning. Yes. Is his name Roboito? Roboito. Says it sounds more exotic. <laughs> no, but like I wake up in the morning, and I like look at Ross, and I was like. 
okay, bye, Ross, I'm going to work. And by the way, thank you for that 3 a.m. blowjob. <laughs> yeah. And then she's still, like, sleepies in her eyes and stuff. What? And then she wakes up at 7, and she's like, I didn't give him a blowjob at 3 a.m. <laughs> and then we start putting the pieces together. Yeah, right? Yeah. yeah. And old, yeah, yeah, and I have a bunch of plaque around the rim of my wiener and stuff. Some old man gray hairs. She wakes up with a black eye. <laughs> you punched me in the middle of your sleep. Well, I don't remember having a bad dream. Every once in a while, we'll just find a giant stick with like a blanket tied yeah, to the, the end of it with a bunch of. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, you know, classic things like that. Copyright. Pending, 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 pending. Yeah. Uh, yeah, of course. I gotta Great send point. you, you know what I should send you the, I made, uh, me and my friend, Doug Ma, we made a script for like the first episode of the Cantankerous Adventures of P.P. Smalls. Let's film it. Oh my god. Our goal is to start I'll, filming I'll shit. send it to you, you should read it. It's actually not bad. Steve, Steve's tooting, by the way. That's common, uh, when dogs look at me, they see something inside. Is that a bad idea? He said, he said, he said, Adam Sandler has a puppy. By the way, by the way, Adam Sandler, have you seen the new the preview for his new movie? Have you not? Is it called Puppy Love? No, no, it's a serious movie. Oh. You've never seen, we have to watch it. It looks unbelievable. Have you ever seen Rain Over Me? Is it spelled R-A-I-N? Yeah, it's got Adam Sandler mentally challenged, right? Oh yeah, my god, like what like, is up with the... I can't deal with this. No, he's like, he's Forced got like, uh, survivor's <laughs> guilt. Because his, like, family died on 9-11? Okay, yeah, I haven't seen that. Uh, You've never seen this trailer? No. Have you? Oh my god, I'm so excited. Crazy risk to gamble. And it's about to pay off. So I want the Celtics to cover. I want the Celtics halftime. I want Garnet points and rebounds. Oh, is that what you want? Talk to the character right now? I don't know. I just know. Well, I'll tell you what I know. It's the dumbest fucking bet I ever heard of. I disagree. I disagree, Gary. Derby. You're taking my money all over town, placing bets. I'm having a very serious second thoughts. Are you serious right now? I know I fucked up. Howard, where's the money right now? Howard, got my money? Is it too late? I'm done. That means nothing. It meant nothing. Please. Give me another shot. You like to win, right? This is no different than that. This is my fucking way. You think I'm stupid, Howard? You and the whole fucking family. I heard you three servants your fucking swimming pool. You know how that makes me feel? Never freezing your life at one point. I don't know who said that. I told you about how things were gonna go. You like the way things are going now? This is me. This is how I win. 
How great does that look? I don't even know what the fuck it is. He's just some Jewy broke uh, bookie. Is it, is, it, is it PC to say Jewy? No, I don't think it is. I said Chewy, as in Han Solo and Chewbacca. That's Chewy. it. That's it. I can't wait to see it. I don't know what it's about, but it looks great. Supposedly, it's like people are saying like Sam is going to get an Oscar for it. No. Billy Madison meets uh, Joe Pesci in Casino is basically what that movie is. And I'm here for it. I don't need no more, uh, what's that movie with him and Pacino? <laughs> Jack and Jill? Jack and, yeah. <laughs> hey, popcorn. <laughs> We're having fun. <laughs> Dog shit. That look, like, like, we are in the era, I feel like we're coming out of the era of old people being action stars. That was the last, like, ten years. Now, now we're going into, uh, yeah, comedians being fantastic actors. He's a good actor, though. I know. But then we're also getting Ray Romano, uh, Sebastian Maniscalco. Bill Burr is in the newest Mandalorian, and supposedly he kills it. But he makes jokes. He's just Bill Burr. Yeah, but he's in the... He, like, I thought he was, like, a background extra. He's in it, like, the entire episode. I didn't like that episode. Oh, shut up. I loved it. I liked fine. it because Space Boston. Because of his accent. Space Boston. Where are you from? Space Boston. 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 Boston Astro... Was uh, Steve's wrist cankles in the way of you passing by over there? That's my fucking wrist bone right there, okay? Steve. I don't have wrist cankles. Steve, you have wrist cankles. On this arm, it's swollen because I'm a professional wrestler and I put my body on the line. Steve, talk to us about the Outlaw Mud show you were just at where you wrestled your idol. What was his name? Tommy Dreamer. That's, that was that's an that's Outlaw Mud show. <laughs> <laughs> do you want to look at the beer koozies? I'm gonna make, or do you just want me to go ahead and make them? As long as you make one that says Dick Inside or something. Okay. That's all. Okay. Dick Insider? Dick Insider. Is that a new. It's an inside joke. Okay. And me and my buddies always go, Oh, oh what do you want to drink? Oh, the Dick Insider? Yeah, this is the real friends, okay? Please don't talk to me about my real life friends. Isn't that Mike Myers back? No. My wrestling friend, Steve Brown, bought me a nice early birthday present, and I appreciate it. Is that not enough? Talk to us about your Tommy Dreamer experience, though. It was amazing. Okay, well, that's not good for the podcast, so why don't we, you expand upon it? Let me it. just put a pin in it. It was fun. No, it was really cool. It was crazy. Because uh, you got the call at, like, the last minute? Not even, like, the call. Like, I got there, and, like, I walked downstairs. So if you wouldn't have just showed up, you wouldn't have wrestled? I guess. Not really? Yeah. I walked down and then uh, Tommy Dreamer's like, I'm looking for a guy to wrestle with wrist cankles. You got anyone? No <laughs> well, one's like, there. Well, no. And then Steve Brown comes cartwheeling down the I stairs. I can't help you. <laughs> cartwheeling? Have you, ever seen, have you ever seen Black Sheep? Yeah, of course. Jeff was here. Jeff who? I don't know. Somebody just peed on the mattress. Really? Yeah. Oh, it's a doggy. It happens. I've cleaned it once. I guess it wasn't Jeff. What are you talking about? Jeff didn't come in and just peed in the mattress. Not a chance when he may have, but... I don't know. Was the mattress close to a door? Because then we could also say it could have been Steve. Well, it is, actually. Oh, well, Steve. (laughs) I've been here the whole time. You were the last one to enter this room. I've been here the whole time. I'm singing the naughty Christmas carol. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, he's like, uh, you're you're a wrestling dreamer. I'm like, yeah, I'm cool. 
No, yeah, Killer Cross. Killer Cross is like stuck in Mexico. And I'm like, oh, okay. He's like, well, I'll let you know. Okay. And you were nervous to shit. And then I was just like, it's probably not gonna happen. And then like, I'm like, I'll just go get my gear just in case. Mm -hmm. And then I come back. He's like, yeah, it's happening. I'm just like, and he's like your number one. It hit me, and I was just like. I honestly, you talk about Tommy Dreamer so fucking but much. It's weird. I know he's your guy. I'm, I'm not. But no, it's on just, you. it's just like. I don't even know how to explain it. It's like. If you think about it hard enough, can you come? I sometimes. <laughs> I sometimes get down on myself. Yeah. And be like, oh, you know, like I'll, I'll, like these wrist match. cankles are holding me back. <laughs> you, you know, like for every like. I'll use, like, the last Super Kick show. For every, like, great moment like that, I yeah. have, there's, like, ten fucking dog shit ones. That's life keeping and humble, I, though. And I'm going to tell you something. On Thursday, I literally looked at Pretty Ricky and Albright, and I'm like, I'm fucking done with this shit. I fucking quit. Like, I said that. I was just so mad. It Why just, them? I was just telling them, because they were there. Oh, I thought, I I thought, thought you were looking at them. Yeah, that's like, what I thought. No, 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 I, I was talking yeah. to them. Watching and, a match with us, be like, I'm and, done with this and then I did, shit. And then I did, dog and shit. And then I did PWO. Yeah. And it was good. It was good match. I was really happy with it. And then it like hit me. And the closer and closer it got to showtime, I just felt like sinking fucking feeling. Yeah. More and more and more. And I was just like, I can't. I honestly was like, I can't do this. Were you getting that old feeling you were getting before? Remember, you had like anxiety attacks for wrestling. It wasn't the anxiety. No, it was just I can't do this. Like, because I I'm very hard on myself, mm -hmm. and especially something about a one. Like, I put too much pressure on myself, mm -hmm. and I'm like, maybe a singles match. And I'm like, oh my god, and I was so nervous. We talked about it, and it was like. You basically I, put it all together because you no, know all I, didn't, shit, I, didn't, right? I didn't put it all together, but I was coming at him with like his idea. Can we do this? Yeah. Can we do this? I want you to do this, like you know, because I was pretty much a big fanboy. Mm -hmm. And uh, but like he was cool. He was he was open to a lot of stuff. Um, and one one point I said, uh, "Oh, I do a spin spin wheel kick like this mm -hmm. and I laughed. And then after he came up here. Talk and he comes back and I just let you know Viscera is a great worker. I'm like, I love Viscera. Like I, I love big guys. You yeah. Know, that could had something they could do, but I was nervous. And you know me, like I kind of chirp a bit, and I get out there. And normally I'll walk around the ring. I get, I walk, I walk up the steps. I never walk up the steps, and I get in there, and uh, I'm nervous, and then we locked up. I pushed him off, and then it was just like, like, real me just like fucking hit me. I'm like, whatever. Exactly. And I just, and I felt that everything like was fucking perfect. There was one, there was a botch. Yeah, but that's every. But no one would, but no yeah. one would notice, and he even liked it because like he said it felt real, like the, mm. just the way we went, and then we went into it. But it was great, and like honestly, if someone to say I had to retire. I'm like, yeah, that's fine. I'm, I'm. Until next weekend, and you get the itch again. No, but honestly, your like, cable starts. No, robbing. I mean, I mean, if uh, if I honestly like was told I had like 
you have to retire. <laughs> I'd like. I think I have a conversation. He's one of the guys I've, you wanted to hit. I've wanted to, and I've worked him twice in take. One time, me and Dan versus you and him. Yeah, and then, it's different singles though. Yeah, it's and it's funny because he's like, he's like, you don't really remember your character, and I'm like, well, that's funny because I had two different characters those times before because it was like Convoy. Yeah, and then kind of like Convoy, but uh, when I was a Thrill Billy. Oh yeah, I remember that. Yeah, and Steve, you know. So, but yeah, no, it was great. And I don't know. I just that's the one thing. Like I always remind myself before I go out too, because I believe pro wrestlers, and maybe other avenues in sports, but wrestlers for sure. We put too much pressure on ourselves. Yeah. And uh, one of the things I always remind myself before I go out is just like, be confident. Yeah. And have fun. And confidence is like the one, one thing in life that I've experienced that like. You can actually fake confidence. Yeah. Everything else, like, you can't fake. Like, it'll catch up with you. You can actually fake confidence long enough, and then you start to believe it. And then, in turn, you actually get confident. Like, it's the one thing you can actually cheat. Yeah. It's weird, and I always remind myself that. Sometimes I feel like I'm over my head, and I'm just like, be confident. I'm here for a reason. I'm on the show for a reason. Promoter put enough in me. Like, he believed in me. I got to believe myself. And then, well, that's what that's too uh, after you know, like I've been an alpha one a long time, yeah, and I don't get too many like singles matches, yeah, it's a big roster, and you know, like it comes down to like you know, at the end of the day, like, yeah, he's my friend, but if he thought I was gonna have a bad match with him, he wouldn't have done no, that. I agree, so there was that I think you and Dreamer meshes incredibly well, yeah. And it was just, it was crazy. Because I was honestly thinking about it that week. Like, what if? If I retire, I want my last match to be against Tommy Dreamer. Oh, thanks, man. I want my match against you. He's just saying that. Yeah, you're right. I'm not going to have a last match. My last match, it'll just be like, well, where's Hacker? I can't remember. I haven't seen him in years. And it'll just be, be like Frank Sinatra. <laughs> he just, he, uh, he, what do you call it? The Irish goodbye? That's it. That, that, that's my life. That's just. At my funeral, they're going to be like, okay, now we'll open the casket so you can all say your final goodbyes, and I'll be gone. I'll already be buried the (laughs) previous Wednesday. Frank Sinatra, baby, just excuse me while I disappear back up into the smoke. You're gone. But, yeah, it was was crazy. It was a a good day, especially just coming off Thursday. Coming off Thursday, being, like, just fucking super annoyed. Saturday having a good match, and then, you know, and a lot of people, I'm just, a lot of comments, people saying, like, you deserve it, like, I don't deserve anything, but it was really awesome. It's good, man. And, like, a lot of my, like, relatives messaging me, like, my cousin, who, like, we, like, discovered ECW together, and he's, like, he really wants, he really wants to see the match and stuff, so. This isn't to rag on ECW. Maybe it is. It's more of a... Just something I've noticed. The ECW nostalgia and fanfare has actually been around twice as long now as it's the ECW. original ECW. Yeah. It's crazy how long it's just kind of... And it's crazy Lived that a life it's still, of its own. It's crazy that it's still like something... Like... It's still a pretty strong brand. The guys that can still work, still work. Well, Crowbar just worked uh, Ring of Honor on Sunday. Final battle return to her or something? 
And he had a status. I didn't see the match, so I don't know. But he's like, this isn't going to be no, like, feel-good, old-timey wrestling with a bunch of fun callbacks. He's like, I'm going fucking hard. Yeah. Like, I'm treating this match. Kevin Storm is always been... Well, supposedly he's, like, uh, a chiropractor or something, or a massage therapist, sports therapist, something like that. So, like, I guess... He just reco- he knows the proper way to recover, yeah. and even though he's almost fifty, he feels great, and he just goes hard as shit. Yeah, it's like um, C.W. Anderson still. He's still fucking going hard. I, he was on he was on NWA Power this week. Was he? Yeah, because they're bringing back the TV title, mm. and it's uh, they wanted Anderson to hold it. No, but it's each match is has a time limit. What's the time limit? Six minutes five. Seconds. I was just about to say, is it like eight minutes? Six oh five. Six oh five. That's kind of yeah. cool. So. Let's get to the brass tacks. So when's Double A Bobby K returning to the ring? Yeah. Man's over here. He lost thirty pounds recently. You don't just lose weight. You lose weight because you get into a ring shape. You're sitting with two bookers right now. Two bookers. Two bookers. I'm telling you, man. You, Four, three I, sons of nobody, bitches. Nobody wants to see uh, PV Smalls matches. No, they want to see above average Bobby. I, I want to see PV Smalls matches. I want to see PV Small. Fractured PP Smalls or like original PP Smalls? Bro- broken PP. Fractured. <laughs> if uh, if I went back to the gym and started to lose a little bit more weight, I may be. Uh... But so who the hell wants to wrestle? Nobody wants to wrestle me. I'll wrestle you. I'd be glad to. I'd book it. Uh, you say that, but you they, said that no, I would. Nobody wants to wrestle you, and then at the NSW like reunion show, Paige like I work PP. Exactly. So like big mistake on yeah. this part. <laughs> you know. If you are back, we can put you in matches. You Steve yeah, runs monthly, me. and then that just builds up. You have a good match there. Somebody wants to wrestle somewhere yeah. else. It can happen. So I've been lying 20, to people. 20 to 20. 20, 20, 20 to 20. We're going to make movies. <laughs> make P.P. Smalls. Movies. We made a, we made the a, movie is going to be the P.P. Smalls return. For the movie, though, we made a pact, and we have a date. Yeah. Like it has to be done. July first, we have to have some kind of short film yeah. online. And if we have, if we do it before, because we we had this big podcast last week and we're all excited and we were like, okay, the recency excitement from all this is gonna probably get us going early. July first is in half yeah, a year. Yeah, I'm, I'm still excited. No, I am too. But we said if we and, get something out before March, and I have first, already we still started. need something out by July first. You know what I mean? Like I have started cutting stuff. There's so much. Yeah, we filmed something dumb last week, but it's still funny. Yeah. We did a... Did you make a Sunset Crypt? Uh, I haven't yet. No, I will. I'll just do it. Whatever. So, but yeah. But we got so much you good feedback last week. Because you versus Pretty Ricky. Oh, yeah. There's so, the you versus Puff. You versus Puff. Oh, my God. There's so many comedy guys. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. And comedy wrestling, it's always been in. But I feel like it's very in now. Yeah. And I know you can actually do more than comedy wrestle. No, not really. You can't. You can't. Trust me. So the times where comedy wrestling was shit on is now, like, celebrated? Oh, it's, it's, it's very celebrated it's now. It's still though. shit on. It's still shit on. Yeah. <laughs> but at the same time. I think it's there. more celebrated now than it ever has been. And at least in my, like, times of viewing independent wrestling. So I can work in my ass punch. And oh, easily. Your ass punch, beef ones and, and uh, I don't know who that is. Never heard Just of her. Never she ever did. <laughs> yeah, come here. Beef curtains. Um, what I miss most is cutting promos. Like I would love, but that's to make uh, several several promos. Have you ever seen the wrestler named Danhausen? Oh yes, I have. 
Okay. I don't know if he's friends of anybody here, but yes, I am. Do you like him? I, I don't know anything about him. Okay. So I'm not, I'm, but still, like... He looks he looks interesting. There's the Danhausen guy. There's Warhorse. Yes, there's RJ Warhorse. City. There's a lot of guys now. Yeah. And, like, Orange Cassidy. Orange Cassidy. But I'm saying, like, guys that... Not that they're bad in the ring. They're making their name off online promos. Yes. And then it's just, like... It's that old analogy. Talk them into the building, and then yeah. it doesn't matter what the match is. You know what I mean? It's just, yeah. like, then the bell rings. Who gives a shit? And, like, that's a real thing. Like... You can become hugely popular from an online, like, promos and whatnot. Supposedly, something that always stuck with me is that the reason, I don't know if this is true, but I, I believe, I like to believe it's true because it helped me, yeah. is uh, Dean Ambrose got signed because he had so many good promos online. Yeah. That they were like, we don't, like, his wrestling secondary, he's such a good talker, we can make him a good wrestler. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I love that. And it makes me think, and just also, especially with YouTube, everything lives online forever. Yeah. Right, so the amount of times, don't I know it? <laughs> but the amount of times a promoter will be like, "Hey, can we just get you to uh, sh shoot a quick promo for a show next month?" And I'll just do like a half-ass shitty one, and then they upload it. And then when you search my name, it's like the first thing you see. Right, it's got the most views just because it lives online forever. And their whatever their fucking lineup does for whatever reason, it's the number one video all the time. It's just yeah. like. Now it's anything that goes online, I'm going to put effort in because you never know who can see it. Right. Yeah. And I have so much dog shit online. 2020, you're coming back. Steve's running more than so ever now. In 20. Oh, baby. <laughs> can we make uh, promotional videos where you two are like training me? Yes. Like, getting me off the couch and shit? Yes. yes. Are you in Bowmanville on Boxing Day or December 27th? Uh, why? What's in Bowmanville? What? What's happening? It's in Bowmanville. Oh, in Oshawa. Oh, in Oshawa. Right there. Vicky Guerrero was in Bowmanville. I know. I saw the sign. I hung out with her on Saturday. Here, Tom. I'm gonna take it. You didn't get. Excuse me. You didn't get it. Who else was in that? There was a Bowmanville Comic Con. Yeah. There was an Oshawa. I went there to. Any workers? Any wrestlers? Just me. No, no, but besides Vicky Guerrero, no, like, just me and Vicky it's Guerrero. a fucking random. Yeah, uh, she did pretty good. She's pretty popular. Very funny. Right. Very, very nice too. Vicky? Yeah, people were paying her fifty dollars to do fifty dollars to, to do, do what? a video. Yes, go on. Where yeah. she like cameo? Hey, yeah. hey, it's Vicky. I'm at the Ash Oshawa Comic Con with with Roberto. Roberto. And where's Vicky blah blah blah? And then ends it with, excuse me. So she's part of cameo. Pretty much like one of those. Is she is she part of OnlyFans though? I always get them mixed up. <laughs> I couldn't tell you. Okay. I could not tell you. Okay. But also at said Comic Con, I bought a delicious hot sauce. Yeah. There was a guy that made his own hot sauce there. It was a uh, a Thai chili one. It was very good and a honey barbecue, a honey hot barbecue. I don't know if I've mentioned this, but uh, Ross has made me a homemade advent calendar. Yeah. And every day I get something, and she obviously bought some kind of a package of a variety of hot sauces. Sweet. So I've gotten a bunch. So I'm thinking after Christmas, you know, those couple days between Christmas and New Year's, what all blends together. Yep. Maybe we should do our own hot ones. That'd be fun. You know, and we'll we'll just get plain wings, and we'll all put like everybody eats one have of you, each. Have you seen Stone Cold? Yeah, of course. I'd be like him, like on the like second one, like oh oh my god. Hey, do you ever watch Hot Ones? No. I love it. 
It's really Hot Ones is what started the McNugget Challenge for me. Yeah. That was the Hot Ones is cool because it's a great interview too. And you know? Sean is such a good interviewer. Yeah. I'm dog shit. I don't do any research if I don't think of something off the top of my head. You actually are though. I'm not. I am. If I've I, listened to ones that I'm not on where you like have a guest. It's pretty good. I feel like um, even when you had the stripper on that time, I, I was I was a little more prepared for that one. Yeah. But like typically, if I have a wrestler on, I don't, I don't like to do interviews either. I just like to have a free form conversation, and then hopefully, yeah, all the interesting shit comes out. Dude, I just talk to myself. Speaking of which, we brought something up before the podcast. What did you? Say? It was about you. Sex doesn't sell. Um, business. Oh, tell tell them about <laughs> when you got a job as a manager of a highly successful. Gym, uh, like not a gift shop, but uh, like a it's store. a nutrition store. Oh yeah, <clears throat> he would make smoothies and stuff, and they sell sold. protein. Yeah, nothing screams out buy protein powder than you know some chubby bald guy selling it to <laughs> but you. But also saying <laughs> how you hired an attractive yes. lady. So but don't say who, and then I'll drop the bomb. Oh, exciting! Oh, we're going there. Yeah, you got it. You got oh it. shit! Okay. Oh my god, it was a transactional. <laughs> um, we didn't find out later until we pulled off our pants. It was too late. It was too late by then. Well, you have to. You don't want to be a tease. Uh, <laughs> so I was promoted to becoming manager of this uh, successful gym's nutrition shop. Yeah. So my first act of manager was to scout the local food court because we were in a mall. Uh, let's Square just say a fatties. Yes. So I wanted to see if there was any other food court girls that would like to come and work for me instead. I was okay. going to flood. I was going to flood the nutrition. Did she work in the food court? No, she didn't. But the other, the other two did. Oh yeah. I literally thought you were looking for fat girls yeah, to no, recruit no, 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 to no. the gym. Sex sells. Sex sells. Yeah. Okay, that makes I, sense. I don't know a lot of things in life, but I knew one thing, and that was sex sells. So. My new job as manager, I said, you know what? I'm going to flood this place with so many fucking hot girls that all these perverted businessmen and these high-class guys are going to just file in here and buy, uh, buy smoothies and all these sorts of drinks and protein off of these broads. Yeah. For sure. It's a great idea. A, and, and I'm going to be sitting on a pile of money and I'm going to get promoted and get other stores and I'm going to work my way up. I'm going to use sex to actually... Uh, sell merchandise. So I went in, I grabbed uh, one girl in particular, one lady who we knew through a mutual friend. She came to work for me. And then two or three other girls that worked in the food court that I thought were attractive and had all their appendages and hair. So basically, it lasted all of, I think, four to, four to six months. And I basically bankrupted the nutrition shop. <laughs> nobody, nobody came in to buy protein from these hot girls. Nobody came to buy anything. Nobody came to talk to them. Nobody, like, and I put them in, like, tight clothing. Like, I was a real scuzzbag. Yeah. yeah. Right? Like, I, I, and every time I'd then come in. Then now and forever, really. And they would sit there and just. And, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but for the first month, I was looking at my record low sales. And I was wondering, well, this has got to turn around. Because before, we were, we were making more money with my fat ass sitting behind the counter. <laughs> Or Vladimir Yurkov. Or oh, Vladimir did he work there? He was the manager. <laughs> so you had two fat guys <laughs> selling you nutrition products, and the store couldn't do any better. So 
so I said, okay, my first act, I'm going to just replace the fat guys. With hot broads. With hot broads. Foolproof. Foolproof. So 100%. If you said right now, if there's one thing you could bet your life on, one thing you could bet your life on, I would say that's it right there. Yeah. This nutrition store is going to succeed. Because you got three or four hot girls daily that are sitting there doing nothing. You can sit and chat up. They can make you a smoothie. They can they're unpeeling bananas daily. Like if you can't sit there and watch a girl unpeel a banana and dip it into a blender, and you don't find that a little erotic, you're a homosexual. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Not that there's so, anything wrong with that. Not that there's anything wrong with that. Well, there's a little bit, but you know. Okay. Oh, I'm a homosexual. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. yeah. So um, it's not after month one of uh, raging low successes, <laughs> I thought to myself, well. This has got to turn around. It can't get any worse. We went from, like, number two club in Ontario to, like, number 17. We dropped, like, 15 spots right off the bat. I said, you know what? The um, the publicity, it's building. People are actually walking by going, oh, bah, there's some hot girls in there. Maybe i got to stop. Next time I go to the gym, I'm going to stop by. I yeah. said, next month, for sure. For sure, things are going to pick up. So we went from 17 to 21 the second <laughs> month. And then the third month, we hit the bottom at, I think it was 27. We had 27 clubs altogether. You literally hit I hit the bottom last. within three months. Uh, <laughs> we, we hugged the bottom. We scraped the bottom for about two or three months after that, and then we were put right out of business. Uh, the gym said, you know what? We can't even afford to keep you anymore. Like, we're, this space is going to be more useful to us as a lunchroom. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they turned it into, a lunchroom. <laughs> they were storing hangers. It's easier storing... to keep one light on here <laughs> yeah. than three blenders. Than three blenders. <laughs> we don't even want to put bananas in here. Like, we actually just want to store hangers and, like, other gym paraphernalia in here, and we want to put a microwave in there <laughs> for our employees to warm up their fucking garbage. So within six months, uh, me trying to sell sex didn't work. And I bankrupted the uh, the protein shop. And, and the, one of the girls yeah. was multiple time knockout champion, knockout Tay champ, and very recently Ring of Honor Woman of Honor champion <gasps> Angelina Love. Really? Yes. You got Angelina Love to be the worst salesman of all time at Curbs. Yes. And she was at Curbs. <laughs> the she, gym was called Chunky Monkeys. And she was and she was Oh, it was a racist gym. <laughs> she was the biggest name dropper ever. Why? Um, but it wasn't like I don't know, I'm staring at one right now. But it'd be like, oh I was talking to Scott. I'm like, okay. You know, Scott Lee Raven. Really? She'd Ooh. say that? Oh, <laughs> Tell me more. Steve's acting like he wasn't like that. You drop an ECW <laughs> original's name. No. Your pussy gets wet at the sound of the franchise to Shane Douglas. See? Oh. Wait, <laughs> <laughs> no. I'm up. Is he okay? Yeah, he came upstairs to see me. Oh, did he really? Yeah. Yeah, it was the one time in history that, like, it, like that it just didn't even work. Didn't work. It was a miserable success. I wonder why. It was so weird. Maybe a lot of times, though. Maybe there's a lot of gay boys at, at Square One. Well, yeah, they, maybe they liked it more as it was a when it was part of the bear community. When, when Vladimir Urkoff and Pee Pee Smalls were running the place? <laughs> How are you going to go and run a business with two fat guys selling protein <laughs> and, and creatine? Good, and, but do good. And do good. That's so funny. Like, top. It's just funny because I'd be there hanging out and there'd be people coming. 
getting like drinks and yeah. then after it's like ghost town it's like the gym looks like it's doing okay was this the same place that you made what's his face um oh, smell like, the bike seat no oh, he Masamune? Slapped yeah, Masamune. Yeah, I, slapped I slapped him with the big black gel seat <laughs> It was one of the highlights of my life. I'm going to be honest with you. (laughs) Say it again. Tell me the story again. It's so good. So, Masamune was... He came down and he decided to hang out with me for the afternoon. Masamune wrestled for a brief period of time. Yes. Yeah. Rest in peace. Uh, (laughs) So, he was hanging out with me. And through one of my daily adventures of cleaning out the cupboard underneath me, the desk... I happened to come across Vladimir Urkov's gel seat <laughs> that he used for spin class. Now, what Vladimir Urkov was doing in spin class, I don't know. <laughs> however... Not spinning fast enough, not, obviously. However, it was a very large, thick, black gel seat. So I took the back end of the gel seat and folded it in like a, like a burrito or a taco and uh, wobbled it a little bit, much like you would do with a half-hard, half-flaccid uh, penis. <laughs> and I pulled it out of the desk, and I started shaking it around, and I said, hey, look at this! And, and uh, Masamune said, oh, that's gross. Like, why are you touching that? And I said, oh, I don't know. Look what it looks like. And then, you know, you do several motions with it or yeah. slap it on different things to see how it sounds. Like any like any normal adult would do. How does this dick-shaped thing sound if I slap it against the desk? So I said, I have an idea. I Maybe, said, were you doing this while making shakes? I can start to yeah. see why people were intrigued to come in and buy <laughs> yeah. some protein powder yeah. now. Yeah, I was all about the glutamine and creatine yeah. at that point. I was so jacked. Uh, so I said, I have a good idea. And he said, what's that? I go, let me smack you in the face with this. And he said, are you out of your mind? You're not smacking me in the face with that thing. I said, come on, please. I go, it'll be funny. He said, Find it funny for who? I said, well, funny for me. Why do you think you're here? Yeah. He said, you're not here because you're lighting the world on fire with your conversation. <laughs> so several hours go by, and every 20 minutes or so as we were talking, I'd bring up the, come on, man, let me slap you in the face. <laughs> and he'd say, no, 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 not, shut the hell up. You're not doing that. I said, come on, man. So an hour goes by. I bring it up again. He says no. After about, what was it, two or three hours? You showed up eventually, right? After work, Steve shows up. So we're all, three of us are sitting there like dummies in a protein shop. (laughs) So finally, Master Moody says, all right, you know what? If if it will shut you up, fine. You can just hit me on the face with it. But I don't want to hear anything about it. I'm like, don't worry. I I swear to God, I'll be completely mature about this. I go, I just want to like, it's just funny to hit somebody with this bicycle seat. Please. He he said, fine, fine. Go ahead. Just shut the fuck up about this afterwards. Fine. So I roll up my gel bicycle seat that's probably been sweated on for countless times. I go up to Masamune and very gently, I cock my wrist back slightly and this dab him right on the side of the right on the side of the cheek right by his mouth to which I instantly open my eyes wide I drop I drop the bicycle seat in front of in front of me and, and what did I say you're gay get out of my <laughs> I said oh my god you're fucking gay get out of here get out of here he starts he is so shocked at this point he goes what you, you told me you told me to do this like what are you talking about I go you're gay get the hell out of my store right now I said you're I said you're homosexual get out I don't want to see you again we're not friends and then one time like in front of someone else he's like 
You told him about that? <laughs> he tells everybody. Before people even know my name, I tell them that story. I got a funny story about working at a juice bar. Before all the hot girls drove everyone away, I was making, I was saying people in the face with sweaty bike seats. I harassed him, and the second I did it, I just dropped it. And he was, I'm like, you're going to get the hell out of my store right now. He's like, what the hell, PB? Dude, what happened to Vladimir Irkov? I don't know. I, I never met him. I never met him. Never met him. From time to time. Vladimir Irkov is one of the best dudes I know. Hey, eh? Was he, he jacked at one time? Am I crazy? No, you know what? He wasn't. He had the most unique shaped body I've ever seen in my life. He was like very hippie, mm-hmm. but he was like, he was short, but stout, uh, like a teapot, I guess. Is that how you saw him? Like a teapot? Yeah. Um, but he was like one of the strongest guys I knew. Really? Yeah. yeah he had like this power lifter type um, it's like strength. Compressed strength. Yeah. Like he ran with another buddy called um, Flesh Gordon. Yep. Who was jacked to the sky. Yep. But I would actually, if you were to, if you were to have like a weightlifting competition, I would still put my money on Vladimir. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Like he had this like deep rooted strength. I remember training. Uh, back at the old gym, and when the when the ring would get shifted or slide over towards the garage door, yeah, yeah, it would be three or four of the students on one side, and it would be Vlad on the other side, just him. Really, he'd be the one shifting the ring over for the most part. Like, strong, one of the strongest guys I know. That's wild. He actually was my it was my first and last uh, tope suicida. He actually caught me. Really, I jo- I I dove right through the ropes, and he actually caught me. We went down together. Answer the phone on air. It's just Alexa on Messenger. Oh, Jesus. You never get important calls. Your, your kid's always really. Hello? Hi, Dad. Hi, Lex. You're on air, Lex. You're on the podcast. No. Why no? I was in the middle of the story, but that's okay. <laughs> What's up? How's your day? Steve, if she doesn't say anything interesting, you have to hang up. You have to say I don't love you anymore. And say, hang up. say hi to say hi to Scotty. That's how she feels no. about you. Say hi. <laughs> say hi to Rob. No. You say, raised a real pain in the ass, dude. Say hi to me. Hi. Hi. So what's up? Hello, everybody. Hi, Lex. Hi, Lex. Are you excited for Christmas? Yeah. What do you think Santa's going to get you? I don't know. Did you give him a list? No. No? Why not? I don't know. Know what I asked for? I'm writing it. Ben Walpole's. Know what I asked for? Cialis. It's available without a prescription. It's like a transformer. Makes my little toy into a mediocre sized toy. Hi. Yeah, he's here. He's here. He's upstairs. Are you, uh. Yeah, he's here. He's upstairs. Are you going to bed? Yeah. Steve, yeah. before you hang up, should we sing our Christmas carol? No. Once no. Okay. Was like that. Uh, okay. Especially number 12. Um, 
Call me a little bit more after school tomorrow because I have to do a uh, safety training for work. Yeah. Steve works at a bar called Sippers downtown. Yeah. Just off of Bloor. Okay. Okay. I love you. Okay. Good night. He's also a dancer at Turtlenecks. Okay. Bye, Lex. Bye, Lex. Night. What was the story you wanted me to tell you? Bye, Do you kiddo. Do you remember Bye. what he was talking about? I can't about? remember. I cannot remember. I don't know, man. There's so many great ones. I don't know about that. But. There's a time you put on Nair and forgot you had Nair Oh, I started back. playing Mario Kart and I forgot I had Nair on my back. You burnt your back. And then I like severely scalded my back. <laughs> Just before our show? Did I go through a table that night? Yeah. Oh, it <laughs> Two was tables that night. Shit. You ever, like, you ever bump on a burnt back? Never. It's never. Terrible. I nearly burnt back. Dude, I nared my back with a spatula. <laughs> right? Because I couldn't reach. Because I'm a, I'm a man of size, yeah. let's just say. And uh, I used a spatula. And I started slapping it on, right? Just, you get to a point where, like. Are you a hairy guy? I was a hairy Moderately guy. Hairy? I was a hairy guy. You're not back. anymore. You've grown. No, not anymore. I had surgery. Um, <laughs> did you have laser? Yeah, I did laser. Did, oh, you're not lying. Does it no. work? Do you remember how my back was? Yeah, how funny would it be hairy if hairy. we're like, let's see, he takes up his shirt and it's just terrible lines, <laughs> like <laughs> it's handprints. Like, yeah, it's just full handprints. <laughs> Dude, remember my shoulders and stuff? Yeah. Oh my. Oh, did wow. you get the hairy shoulders and stuff? Yeah, I had the, I had like the hairy shoulders. Oh wow. Those are still hair. Yeah. But now, did you get your cock and balls? No, I was thinking about doing my head. But um, I just stuck to the tattoo at that point. Yeah. Don't cover it up. <laughs> no, but we put I put we I say we I, say, I put Nair Steve on because we're getting ready for a show. I put Nair on my back to prepare. So uh, while I waited the fifteen minutes, mm. instead of just standing around, I said, "Hey, why don't I pop in a few quick games of Mario Kart?" <laughs> and got and got into a real fucking tournament. I think it was a hundred fifty cc tournament. So you know it was like it was that last second of throwing the red turtle shell to take over the first Absolutely. Spot, right? So and then maybe about 15, 20 minutes into it, I started smelling like like burning flesh. <laughs> Someone burning hair around here. <laughs> and then I sort of turned and was like, ah, like I'm like, oh shit, it's still on. I ran, I ran into the shower, started spraying the water on it, and of course it's not coming off with the water. Yeah. You gotta like clump that shit off, right? So I started ripping it off my back, and my whole back was completely ripped. seven layers of skin. You yeah. only got two left. Yeah. <laughs> See spatula marks, like creases all that. You're using like a missed, spatula. You missed like a, like a Bubba Ray, like, Cinton Yeah. a second. Oh, my cable. God. That was my, yeah. And the cell is just you hitting yeah. the mat and going, ah! <laughs> <laughs> what's, what's, what's crazy is when he gets frog splashed through the table. Yeah. I think I told you this. It was like a door mm -hmm. and the legs and the legs went up through the door. Oh, right past the set? And like yeah. you remember you used to wear like the durag? Yeah. It like pantyhose. Enough to like oh if, send it flying. If, really? If it literally flicked off the yeah, pantyhose so, on oh. my head. Just like a little bit the other way. It would've been right. It was would have been like predator when it yeah. like the <laughs> alien was like, comes out of the mouth. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That was on my birthday too. That was your birthday. That was my birthday. <laughs> For my it's birthday, hilarious. I said I want to burn my back and go through two, through <laughs> and almost chair. Cap, and myself. wrestle yeah. Showtime Brett Show. Yeah, Brett Show. Yeah. When was this? What year? UWA. Uh, I don't know. 2000. 2004. New Year's Eve, 1999. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, it was, it was a brisk winter <laughs> evening. It was the two of us versus uh, the balmy winter night. Adam Reed and uh, Brett Scholl. Showtime, Showtime, Showtime. Yeah, that's right. He's on the comeback tour too. <clears throat> I, I see. And there so was maybe we could do the rematch. There was that other twenty twenty. <laughs> I was manscaping and I had my foot up on the shower. Remember that I slipped? I threw up my back. Went to a show that night and started bumping again. What was the other time right before show two when you were doing security and you went to the thing and there was a raccoon in a dough bag oh, and you yeah, the on the I got attacked by a raccoon. Like a fucking scene out of Caddyshack. I got attacked by a raccoon. Oh, it like lunged at me. So I took a, thank God I knew how to wrestle. I took a back bump. Just to just avoid, the matrix away just from to it. avoid the lunging raccoon. So I back bumped on cement. I just remember you like telling the story, like you hear something, you're looking at it, and like you hear like, yeah, I heard like, <laughs> and I just see these two little white eyes like bouncing, and I was like, what the hell is that? And all of a sudden, I just see like claws and his teeth, and I went, what the hell? And I, fe- I literally fell back, and it went over me. That's hilarious. Yeah, and then it took off past me because as soon as I bumped. I like rolled over onto my stomach and then it ran away and then I then I sold it. Then I sold the bump. <laughs> Great. Can you tell a story on either of the episodes you were on when he didn't want to work nights anymore? Oh my god. This doesn't sound familiar. I don't know. I don't know if we can uh, Did you talk about this one? <laughs> no, we didn't talk about this. Okay, this is a... Uh, this is uh this was, this happened this is, to somebody you know. This I has happened to somebody I know. Yes, yes. yes. This was uh, Bobby Knight. His uh, <laughs> his day job uh, was sort of making him work overnight. I remember what the story was, by the way. Okay. Good. No, well, we can do that. No, 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 no. Get into this litigation here. Let him get out of this one. Yeah, I tell this one. All right. Well, Bobby was working at. Hey. Sorry, the petting zoo is getting out of control. Go upstairs. Okay, sorry. Oh, uh, maybe um, he wants to hear. He uh, no, that's okay. I don't. So Bobby was working, uh, was being forced, being forced to work nights, and Bobby really didn't want to work nights. Uh, Bobby had a very strong feeling that nights were not up his alley. So, uh, thinking to himself, he said, "Self, uh, what if you can't work nights because you end up." Uh, you know, tired and confused and dizzy, and you end up falling. And Bobby said, well, I could fall, but where would I fall? Well, on some of Bobby's um, tours, he walks around, he goes up a flight of cement steps, Mm -hmm. and he checks an area up there, and then goes down a full flight of cement steps. We're talking about 30 to to 40 cement (laughs) steps. So Bobby said to himself, well... If you decide to fall down cement steps, this is gonna fucking hurt, yeah. dude. And you're gonna like you're gonna have to eat it and lay there for a while because no one's gonna come see you for a while. This is not like you know you're doing it in front of a camera. So uh, Bobby just has so to be, so let me get this straight. Yeah. Bobby's gonna fall down thirty or forty steps yeah. in hopes that somebody then walks by eventually. Yes. <laughs> Because there's no cameras to capture them. Well, there's cameras, but there's nobody reacting to the camera. Oh, that's fair. Okay, okay. So, um, on one of Bobby's forced uh, night shifts, he gets a little dizzy when he's walking on the top tier of a a building. He starts to walk down the first step, and as he places his foot to go down the second step, his his head wobbles, and he back bumps... Onto the steps, 
and closes his eyes. Uh, thank God uh, Bobby tucked his chin, like we all know how to do. And Bobby went tobogganing down 30 cement steps at about 2 a.m. And reached the bottom of the and reached the bottom of the cement floor and laid there for about ten minutes until help arrived. That was Bobby's last night shift. Let's just say Bobby was in tremendous pain, but his head was fine. Did Bobby think at the end of it it was worth it? Bobby thought it was worth it because Bobby's really he's self harming. Yes, yes. Like all, learned, like all indie wrestlers. I've learned that about Bobby. Yeah, Bobby... Bobby. We have three back injury stories yeah. about somebody like Bobby as well. Bobby will... Uh, he'll take it to the extreme. Now, what... Did a person finally come and find yes, Bobby? Yes, a, per, a person finally came and went, Oh my God, what happened? And Bobby was confused because he sort of fainted. And all that was left was a, a pool of sweat and tears at the bottom of the stairs. Now, now... Bobby uh, was taken to the hospital. What, was, what made Bobby faint? Uh, I think just the being up at night and mm. being confused and dizzy from you know working from you know nine and at night till nine in the morning. That's fair. Yeah. Really made him faint. Bobby's a sadistic person, <laughs> and he's a vengeful person. I remember, I remember for maybe a good couple months, Bobby telling me that he's been now, did Bobby ever think that maybe instead of falling at the top one or two steps, you could fall at the bottom one or two steps and still have the same result? Well, where were you? I mean, where was uh, Bobby talking to you a couple years ago? Well, I remember what the story was now, though. Yeah. So we when, before before you get into that, I remember saying to uh, Steve, "Going, is there any between the two collectives of 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 Bobby and Steve, and all our wrestling knowledge and know-how? Is there any way to safely like two magicians trying to plan a trick?" <laughs> At the MGM Grand, is there any way we could possibly free ourselves from massive hurts? Yes. And uh, Mr. Brown had no idea. I'm like, I don't know And how. Uh, we got to a point where he just said, you know what, fuck it, I don't care. Um, I'm going to use my anger. You mean Bobby. My, Bobby's I mean, anger. sorry, Bobby's going to use yes. his anger and overall hatred. Oh, they pushed they push Bobby. Bobby was time. being pushed a lot. And, and again, you don't like... No, Bobby, no! Bobby uh, tried bringing in doctor's notes. <laughs> Bobby tried everything legally, and then Bobby said, you know what, it's time uh, we replace his middle name being um, Eduardo into Crash Test Dummy. <laughs> so anyways, that was, yeah. What was, what was the story? Remember when you were dating that girl? And you didn't really, you met her at a bar, but you didn't really like her. And uh, you sit, every time you pick her up, you I take a different way home. A different way home. And we drive a different way home. I remember yeah. this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, I, and I told her. Nobody wants to hear this. Story. Yeah, we do. Yeah, we do. From the beginning, the part when I meet her. <laughs> oh my god, the part where you met her, I could, dude, I could have fucking strangled you, eh? <laughs> I remember your face. He was literally like, so like, she turned to look at him, she's like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, 
got he's got and neck cankles. I remember I remember going. We'll get to the story, but just getting to this point. Yeah. I remember going there with Elias and his girlfriend, and I'm like, as soon as he introduces me to this girl, I'm gonna be like. Well, this is a lady we've been hearing so much about. <laughs> and I was telling him that I want to distance myself from this girl. So be as casual as you fucking can. Because if your friends are jerks, it's like, oh, maybe you're a jerk too. Yeah. Just, just lay the little breadcrumbs of doubt in there, right? You're a piece of shit. I forgot about that. <laughs> I'm a piece of shit. What do you want to do? Tell the whole fucking story. I want to know who the fucking piece of shit is, okay? We know BP's a piece of shit. We know that already. Okay, so I met this girl at, at this bar, and this was, I think, the first and last time I've ever actually picked up a girl at a bar. Yeah. Because uh, I'm not a handsome man, <laughs> so I have to basically either pity or win the girl over with my um, hateful charm. Yeah. So I'm not going to walk right in. Hateful charm. I'm not going to walk right in, and people are going to go, wow, look how handsome that guy is. You sound a lot smarter than Bobby, though, to your credit. So. I am a lot smarter than Bobby, yes. <laughs> Um, so PP basically picked up this girl. I, I just said, you know what? She wasn't the most attractive girl at the bar, but she was okay. She yes. was a girl. She was a girl. <laughs> we think. We think. Yeah. Um, so I said, you know what? What the hell? I'll give it a try. I have nothing to lose. So I ended up picking her up at the bar. She took to my charm. How um, long ago was this? Just so I can oh, visualize wow. it. it was like, like 10 years ago? 12. Okay. No, like, I think about 12 years ago. No, less less than that. Less than that. Like a, maybe about 11 years ago. Maybe 10. Yeah. Because maybe a little more. Just a little Lexi's more. Lexi's nine. Yeah. So I'm, and that was I'm after putting this living in Hamilton, but back in Minnesota. I'm putting this around WrestleMania 24. Ric Flair just retired. Yeah. And go. For the first time. Yes. Yes. Um, Probably like after that. That's yeah. what I'm thinking, yeah. So. The uh, winter. The winter. Buddy. The winter. It was a balmy winter night. <laughs> we went to Jack Astor's. The smell of good times and free appetizers were in the air. Gotta mm, love that pan bread. I just finished a delicious chili and cheese nachos platter by myself. <laughs> Is that where you met her at? Jack Astor's? No, it was was it some, like, Angry sh- Joe's. Shitty bar? Hungry Joe's. Crabby Joe's? Crabby Joe's. Crabby Joe's, yes. yes. It was a Krabby Joe's. Oh, Queen and yes. Queen and Kennedy? Queen and Kennedy, right? That's I'm a Just brand. finishing my shift at the Sword and Shield. Um, <laughs> that, that was a strip club. Okay, strip club. <laughs> the, the sword and shield was upstairs, and it was like, be packed with chicks. Yeah, there's a story. We went there. Yeah, I remember we went there. Went to the male strip club. I'll tell that story. Yeah, you, you can tell that story. <laughs> like Steve's excited to tell the but male strip Downstairs <laughs> was. I said you won't put it in my mouth. And he said I bet I will. <laughs> downstairs was. Um, like, girls, fudge packing girls. facility. <laughs> but it was, like, really bad. Like, yeah. crackheads. And sketchy. Sketchy, yeah. unmentionable. Really sketchy. Yeah. Yeah. So, basically, two, like... What was that called? Discards? No. Fox's... No. Fox's Den. Was it the Fox's Den? Yeah, it was the Fox's Den. <laughs> Fox's Den or Fox's Dead? <laughs> it was something. So, I, okay, so I pick up this girl. Anyways, it's not really a, a fantastic story, but... After talking to her, I think the next day or whatever, several times on the phone, I basically have it in my mind, ah, she's kind of weird. She's not really my type. But she's decent looking, so I'll try and at least like throw it in there. Throw it in there, right? So we take her take her on a date 
and uh, I can't remember if it was the first or second date we ended up going back to my place. But I made a point of driving back to my house using different roads. Now, are you living with your parents still, or are you on your own? No, I'm on my own. Okay. I'm on my own. So the first time we go back to my place, I take one way. The second time, I go the back way. And then the third and fourth time, I go the back way, plus add an extra block. So by the time, like, I think she came over maybe about six or seven times. For the record, where he lived was the perfect spot. You get there, like, a million it's ways. It's kind of like here. Like, you could go so many different ways. Yeah, today. yeah. It, it was, like, a corner lot, yeah. so you don't know where you're fucking coming from. <laughs> I, I, I would actually drive by the house, <laughs> turn right, and go around the block, and, and then go right wide, back. and then go right, to go right again, right? So, so basically, I'm a dickhead. Yes. <laughs> so we end up, uh, we end up having coitus for a few times. And uh, now this was the Asian girl that you know. No, no, no. Oh, okay. No, this I apologize. Asian, Sorry. This was a regular. You didn't wear her laundry. This was a regular Canadian girl. Okay. Um, no, I didn't wear her laundry that time. Weird for Brandon. Weird for Brandon. Well, at the time. It was, yeah. Uh, anyways. Um, so now I'm trying to distance myself from her. Yeah. But now I can tell she's really packing it on. The, she's like calling all the time. She's wanting to come over. She's talking about, uh, you know, what I'm doing on the weekends. How come I don't call her? Um, I'm outside the house. Where are you? Different <laughs> things like true. that. She That's not true. She didn't know how to get there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so one time we end up going out. I end up having to take her out because I didn't, you know, talk to her for a couple of days. And she, she really wanted to see me. So I said, you know what? I'm planning to go to Palladium with Steve and Elias, and you know what, I'll go there. It's a pretty casual thing. I don't have to spend too much time on her. I can sort of talk to my good friends. So I call up Mr. Steve Brown, and I say, listen, buddy, do me a favor. When you meet her, just, um, you know, I, I really want to break it off with this chick. I just don't know how. I'm, I'm a dick, but I'm, I'm not, like, I'm a coward. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to just tell a woman straight up. I don't want to see, because basically, who no, I want to ring her along yeah. a little bit. <laughs> Who am I to break up with anybody? Yeah, right? I, I think it was actually even like you were like, "Oh yeah, I don't want to be with this girl. Come, come meet me." And I'm like, "Yeah, oh, I'll bring Steve. He's a real good ass." That's, <laughs> that's it. That's it. I'm like, I was guilted into going there, and I'm like, "Well, if my friends are there, I can't help that they're there, so Absolutely. we can all hang out." So I said, "Listen, I want to distance myself from her. Just like play it cool and be like, oh yeah, hey, what's you know, whatever." So we show up at play. So so they're already Nicole. there. So this is us driving to Playdom. Mm-hmm. So my mom's house, Playdom's at square one. Yep. My mom's house is like three minutes from square one. So Steve picks me up. I think Lorna was there too. And I'm just like, yeah, so Rob's like dating this girl. He doesn't really like her. And, he, and I'm telling the story about like, he's going all these different ways. And he's like, then why, then why is he going out with her? I'm like, I don't know. But like he wants us. I go. I go. He wants. He wants us to be like assholes. And then I go. Well, what I'm gonna do is, when I see her, I'm gonna say, "So this is the lovely lady we've been hearing so much about." (laughs) And then he's like dying, laughing. We're like, so we get there. He's already there. When I say that. She looks so fucking happy. Flattered, of course. I just made her fucking life. Yeah. This fucking. Guy. I'm gonna. I'm so. Oh, gonna act I'm it so, out with she's, there, she's standing like this. She's standing in like, front of me. Yeah. It's like they meet. And then he's like. <laughs> <laughs> so he says that I, 
I give him the fucking death stare, and I'm shaking my head. It's like an old, like, 80s fight. I'm like, ooh. I'm scowling at him. She, like, smiles, and she turns and looks at me, and my my scowl turned into a smile. Ooh, yeah. Oh, yes, I know, I know. And then she looked back at him, and I was like, piece of shit. I was like, piece of shit right now. So how did you eventually break it off? Well, I tried to break it off by saying that I was moving away. <laughs> I said, "I said, here's the thing. I go, I live in Brampton. I commute from I Edmonton got, daily. I got, I got transferred. Where did I say it was? Uh, it was far. Yellow Sarnia knife. or? It was like really far, yeah. Was it Lindsay or Sarnia? Like Sarnia or, no, Sarnia wasn't that far. Sub, I think it was like Sudbury or something. It was far away. Sudbury, I think it was Sudbury. And it was going to be really cold. And they're like, oh, listen. I got transferred. I'm I'm moving to Sudbury. Like, oh, this sucks so bad. And she's like, oh my god, what? I'm like, I know, I know. Like, the lies. Oh, this is only like a month or so. Yeah, you would think that we were going together for like ten years, right? This is like four weeks into it, and I'm already like moving. I'm ready. Like, I'm buying boxes. I'm bringing boxes from No Frills and putting them in my living room and throwing clothes in them to make it look like I'm getting ready to move. Because he still has her coming over. Because yeah, I still have her coming over. Well, yeah, I'm, you know, I, it's, yeah, you gotta empty a clip gotta, every yeah. once in a while. <laughs> so, so she's coming over and she's seeing this and this is a couple of days after. I'm like, yeah, this sucks so bad. I'm so sorry to do this. If you don't want to, if you don't want to see me ever again, I understand. I get it. So uh, a day or two goes by, and uh, I get a phone call from her, and I'm like, "Hey, what's up, friend? You know, like, well, <laughs> hello, acquaintance. Hello, good to hear from hello, you. general acquaintance." She goes, "I got some good news for you," and I said, "What?" She goes, "I quit my job." <laughs> I said, "What?" She goes, "Yeah, I quit my job." I go, "What do you mean you quit your job?" She goes. I used the last of my money and I bought some winter clothes. I bought a big jacket. Get out! I said, I almost, I like shit my pants on the phone. I was like, I'm sorry? She goes, yeah, I bought a nice winter jacket. She goes, I don't care. Let's just, let's go. I'll come with you. And I said, what? She goes, yeah, I told my mom, because she lived with her mom. Yeah. She goes, I told my mom I'm moving. I quit my job today. Let's go. I'm going to go with you. Let's not let's not break up this good thing. You could you, if you seen my fucking face when I was reading. I said, I, are, are you kidding me? Are you serious? She goes, Yep, yeah, I'm doing it. I quit. I just quit my job. I Isn't it unbelievable job. how she hasn't picked up on any of these? Like, well, like I said, she's a bit weird. Yeah, it so must be. She was probably uh, she's probably a weirdo. Um, and I don't even remember how we broke it off. Now I, I think I just oh I just. I just I, I gave it to her. I just said like you're fucking crazy. <laughs> I said you're fucking out of your mind. Okay. After all that, <laughs> then you finally come Hold clean. On. He's leaving shit out. All right. What did I leave out? Well, don't let the truth get in the uh, way of a good story, Steve. You're leaving. You're leaving out like uh, coming to my house and tell me she's nuts and say I don't know what to do. I might fucking just take her up there and leave her. Say I'm going out to get something. Just like a bed. Yeah, he said that. He goes, why don't you just drive up there? I and didn't say that. You said you were going to do that. Right, that, that, was my, evil on me. that was That was my idea. Yeah, I said I was going to drive her because I did that to a girl once. I'll be right back. <laughs> yeah, I did. I did that to a girlfriend of mine. So we went to Niagara Falls. Somebody, uh, somebody 
one of my friends told me she was cheating on me. So I planned this nice weekend together. And then we went to Niagara Falls. I got a hotel room and everything. We ended up banging uh, when we got to the hotel room. And then um, I'm like, oh, I'm going to go to the LCBO and grab a few things. <laughs> I'll go grab some drinks for us for later on. She's like, oh, okay, cool. I'll go have a shower or whatever. And I just took off. I went back home. <laughs> about, did I tell you so the story? Good. Oh, my God. About Maybe about 30 minutes later, she called. She's like, where are you? I'm like, I'm on the fucking QEW, bitch. You're fucking cheating on me. You know? She's like, what are you talking about? I know you're a dirty whore, you fucking bitch. Stay. Have your mom pick you up. And I said all this horrible, horrible Really, shit though, if you bought her the hotel, it's not that bad. Would, were you cheating? Were she like, she's not? stuck there, but, like, it's a kind she way. She wasn't cheating. Well, I don't know. It was, like... <laughs> oh, it was unconfirmed, basically. <laughs> I was just going. I was just going on the advice of a stupid friend. But yeah, I left her there. So that's where I got the idea to take her up to Sudbury and just oh, leave her there. That's I was so thinking, I'm like, what if I just rent a house? Like, rent rent a, a place for a cabin. month. Rent, for, rent a place for a month, go up there for, like, a few weeks, two yeah. weeks. You know, have one last hurrah, and then just, like, get her. Leave her. Get her nice. Well, I'm done here. Get her nice and settled. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> leave her oh, a crossword puzzle. A job? Okay, cool. Yeah. yeah, and she said, she's like, oh, I'll find a job up there. I'll start looking as soon as we get up there. We're going to have a great life together. And uh, I'm like, I don't know why these people put me in these positions. Yeah. But <laughs> Where would your life be? Right Where now? would my life be if I You'd be married in fucking a Callowit with your yeah. broad. <laughs> I couldn't believe, I couldn't believe how many different ways I had to take home. I was like, that's so funny. Today I'm like, well, how the fuck? It's going to take me 20 minutes to get home from a five minute drive now. Yeah, this is the road we have to go down backwards. I know it's strange, <laughs> but it's, it is how I got to get there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's right. I, t- I totally said I was going to leave her there. That's hilarious. I tried to put it on me. I tried to put it on me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you said that, remember? <laughs> yeah, you yeah, said that. Remember? Yeah, I'm a horrible person, I know. Uh, so, <laughs> the time we went to the Sword and Shield. Oh, yeah. We're Great wrestling. gay bar. We're wrestling. Great gay bar name. We're wrestling and, uh, the guys. Yeah. <laughs> We're wrestling in we our trained, Jimmy's out. train wasn't that far from where this place was. Yeah. We weren't gay. We just like to get drinks there. <laughs> And so, <laughs> me, Rob, Deanna Conda, mm-hmm. and oh, yeah. <clears throat> Sandman. Sandman was there, yeah. Is that Sandman? <laughs> what the name? She was a drinker. <laughs> Is that why her name was Sandman? No. Uh, but we went because the Italian tornado mm-hmm. was... Fucking dancing there, dancing. It was amateur night. Wow. <laughs> and he's like, oh, I'm nervous. So at training, he fucking did a lap dance for the anaconda in the office. And I think he was just like petting there. Yeah. And then like he's like, oh, do you like it? And she's like, oh, I'm so wet. He's like, really? She's like, oh, fuck, dripping. I'm dripping. <laughs> Leave it up to female wrestlers, eh? Female workers. Oh, yeah, they get it. Yeah, they understand. They'll play the game. No, no. The Anaconda, she was one of the boys, man. I thought you were going to say she was wet. No, she was. No, she was. For real, she was one of the boys. She, like, she was She got it. She was cool to hang out with. Was she a cop or something? Uh, She's, like, a a, a court cop. Okay. Transferring prisoners and shit. Okay. I'd call myself a cop. Yeah, I think she does, too. If I wore blue in general, ever, I'd just be like, I'm a cop. Uh, So... We go and he dances and he's like doing his thing. What was his stripper name? Rock Salt. Rock Salt. Rock Salt. <laughs> oh, Rock oh, did we? Oh, really? They weren't stripping down to nothing, but for some reason when he's dancing, 
in his holy underwear. He, he like pulls him down and just pulls it on the doctor. Just like, eh. <laughs> and then, like, like Rob just like, he just so torn his <laughs> So it's not really much of a story. It's funny. Yeah. But what, he kept flicking out his dick. Yeah. He kept like, yeah, look at this. And he's like holding it and, fl- and like you know, flicking it. And we're like, we like literally put our hand up. Was like, it a presentable dick to show? I don't even remember. It was kind of tiny. It was dark in my mouth. Yeah, yeah I was about to say, how'd it taste? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But then after, like, when he's walked around, like, you want a dick? Yeah, and no, nobody was like, <laughs> <laughs> he was a very awkward dude. Yeah. I, I only met him once, and it was terrible. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, what the, the real embarrassing thing was, my brother, who was a bouncer, I think I was, worked with this guy. His name is also Rob. He looked like Stone Cold. Mm-hmm. He was there. Sniper Randy Barlow. He was there also. And he recognized me. And he told my brother I was there. <laughs> hey, your brother was at the gay bar. It wasn't a gay bar. Were there men dancing with their penises out? No. Only Tornado was. Oh. Only Tornado was flat. Sounds pretty gay to me. <laughs> but yeah, so that's why we went there. I don't know why you and Pee decided to go to a fucking male strip club, but. <laughs> but we were there with girls, so. It was Still pretty gay. Still pretty gay. But then he was like... That's like you being like, I went to Glory Hole and a guy blew me, but I got a girlfriend and it's not gay at all. Oh my god, that's For another idea day. I have. Glory Hole? No. Okay. I, I got a whole song we, right we, here. We like, we completely bypass this. I have an idea for an internet show and it's called, it's like a game show format. Yeah. And it's called, Whose Mouth Is It? <laughs> right? Because I deal with a lot of alpha males and a lot of them are like, listen, I can tell the difference between a dude and a chick. Like, you can't, I'm like, you can't fucking tell the difference. If you're not looking, okay, listen, if jail has taught me anything, it is this. <laughs> this is that you work at a this jail. Is, you're, you're not oh, in sorry. jail. Oh, sorry. Yeah, not that I'm in jail. Yeah, um, anymore. If I could live by a motto that I've learned in the last 12 years of uh, working in a jail, it is this. A hole is a hole is a hole. Okay? So my game show called Whose Mouth Is It? So we get all these fucking stereotypical big macho like alpha guys. male. Yeah, yeah I'm guys. thinking like machete. Yeah, right. And we put their dick in a glory hole. Yeah. And there'd be a TV monitor right in front of them. Mm-hmm. And so they'd get uh, fellatio. Yeah. And they'd have to guess whether it's a guy male or girl. guy or girl. Right? And if they got it wrong, like, it was like oh, that, dude, that's totally a chick. I don't feel any right. All of a sudden on the TV monitor, like, boom, the guy's face would pop up. Like, ah, you can't tell. It's actually Jose that's sucking your dick, right? <laughs> but if you succeeded, you're like, oh, that's a, that's a chick. That's for sure a chick. Yeah. Her face pops up. Then you move on to, like, the next round, which is, like, maybe anal or something like that. Now, why would you agree to be on this show? Why would you agree? Yeah. It's probably porn stars that are on it. Okay, okay. That, that would have to be. This is something, like, you know how people have, like, shows on YouTube? This is, like, a porn hub. Like, yeah, game show. I'll, I'll do it. Right I'll do the sucking. The sucking ain't gay. But then you have like a game show format, so you have all these That'd people in the audience, like, ah, right? Like, and uh, the, sh- the talk show host would have like that long, thin oh, yeah. fucking microphone. <laughs> the Bob Barker. The Bob Barker microphone, right? Who's Melvin? All right, it, happy. Right? Yeah, Tossing right. salad one, Toss. uh, one round. Right. That's the thing about it, the multiple rounds of like different that is interesting. positions. Right, because all the time I'm like, there's like an ass cheek, and it's there. Do you see gay sex at your place of work? I've seen gay sex once or twice. I really haven't. I was supposed to break it up, though, right? Well, if it's rapey. What are you, my my fucking manager? (laughs) (laughs) But if it's like consensual gay sex, that's romantic, isn't it? Oh, oh, really? I should have helped. Uh, (laughs) 
You just stood on the I, side and cranked well, one out? I was confused and laughed. Um, <laughs> basically. But yeah, that's that's another idea for a show. I like that. Bob, like, the more we like, whose brainstorm... Whose mouth is whose it? Whose mouth is it? And we get like some very like white powered individuals and they're getting sucked up by a black by dude a black or something dude, yeah, like, like a, a very that would be like an effeminate black dude yeah they'd be more insulted it's the it's not just a dude it's a black dude yeah there's something there see there's definitely we could try to sell that to cbs or abc or something yeah. you know yeah even if you want to start off with a few actors just to get just oh like, that'd be good you know i can see like the lead-in being from like ellen's game of games and then whose mouth is, is it? it i like it that's actually probably could be something what Whose mouth is it? Like, you brought that to AVN. They probably give I'm you Oh, for sure. Because there's tons of guys like, dude, I could tell, like, you know, I mix in a lot of homosexual uh, humor to a lot of my things. And they're like, dude, you, like, I could tell for sure. I would never, I, like, honestly, I go, come on. I don't know. I go, if your the eyes are closed. Nice. If your eyes are closed and you don't feel anything. If you got a big bushy beard, maybe. Yeah, right. But, but I make, wonder if, okay, if you have a bushy beard. If you're getting blown by a guy with a bushy beard, but you also have bushy pubes, do they cancel each other oh, out? And now you don't feel it. You just start a fire. Yeah, oh, there, the friction, you yeah. You can hear it. You can hear the jostling of hair. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> just like a bundle of sticks. Yeah. A faggot, as some people would yes. call it. <laughs> but if you move on to, like, anal, yeah. can you honestly, if someone's Never. asshole is shaved, can you honestly tell if it's a, if it's a male... Asshole I've watched a lot of porn in my life, okay? <laughs> and I just want to say one thing, and I don't want to be judged on it, okay? There's no judgment here. I don't believe that. I just told you <laughs> that I was willing to leave a female who liked me <laughs> several hours away. In the, in the northern in tundra. In the northern tundra. So don't, I'm no. not here to judge anybody. From my porn viewing, yes. I have noticed men can insert much larger objects into their assholes than women. I could tell you for a fact that is true. Right? I, I do believe that. I I've removed pop can-sized packages from people's assholes. Have you really? Mm -hmm. Oh my god. Like, like, like I'm telling you the size of a fucking pop can. Like that. Like that. I also have a theory. I want to get more into that, but I have a theory that women, you're only loose in one hole. If you can, like, fist your vagina, you have a tight anus. And if you can kind of... Fist your ass? Yeah. Your yeah. I don't think you get best of both worlds. You don't have, have your cake and it. eat it too. Hmm. Let's ask this one. Am I this one? Yeah. I have a theory. Oh, did you do them already? Oh, wow. Those look great. Yeah. That looks great. Thank you. You're welcome. Perfect. Look at that. These are gifts from my real life friends. They look store bought. No, um, I. Did I, you see? They the, look homemade. Did you see the uh, birthday gift that I got for him? Ooh. Yeah. I can Toys. And get that for you. Good. Cause Steve got it for me. My wrestling friend. <laughs> I love him very much, but not as much as the others. That's the same look I gave you when you said, "Is this the lucky woman we've been hearing about?" I just found out we've got to make something for my aunt's house again. Perfect. So I'm going to make some more of those. Oh, okay. I'm just gonna, Last year. I was thinking about just making a, one of your new wrestling shirts. Oh, that's lame. Like, oh, you I can do that. that. You can give that. I wouldn't give that. You okay. Last year, she made me sweet shirts. She has this cricket machine, and she can make stuff. And I thought it could only be like very simple stuff. And she made 
a Scotty O'Shea shirt. It's awesome. It looks paint gouached and stuff. But last year for her aunt's house, like since there's a ton of people, we did a Secret Santa, but the gimmick was it has to be homemade. Now I remember this story. Now. Like when you say like, first you make, off, Secret Santa. Did you me, make something with a uh, plunger? Yes. Secret Santa to me immediately means like gag gift. I don't know if it does to you, but that's immediately kind of what I think. Like, oh, have some fun with it. Secret Santa to me means lingerie. Wow. Oh. Wow, we all have How different erotic. Yeah. <laughs> but, so it's like, so I think a gag gift for Secret Santa and then homemade. And that's, of course, now it is, right? Now you get creative. So what I made, my, by the way, her aunt and uncle are very, very financially, well, like, gated house. Probably 50 acres, like... This is a high-class place. And I took, and I thought this is a good idea, I took a plunger, and then I put a plunger on top of the plunger, so now it looks like a barbell. And then I hot glue gunned a bottle opener on one of the plungers. So the idea is, when you're in the washroom, you have your plunger plungered to the floor, and you can keep your beer on top of the top plunger. It's like a cup holder, right? right. I thought it was a pretty fun yeah, idea. People that live in a gated community want to... So no. I bring this in. It's wrapped. We put it under, and we start taking I all take these it gifts. They don't live in Hamilton. No, they live in Richmond Hill. They live in Newmarket. Same thing. Richmond. I round it up, and then people start unwrapping their gifts before they get to mine. And like, people are making these beautiful homemade pillows, <laughs> like these giant pieces of art made with string, like very nice stuff. And I'm just like, the one guy I don't want to get mine, of course, picks mine. He's like. I don't know. Uh, he's the one guy I would say will not find the humor in this. And, and he be upset it. that he got yes, something like Yes, exactly. Bad. Exactly. Oh like, people are making baked goods, like, really putting in the time. I bought the plungers, two plungers from the dollar store, and I stole the keychain, the bottle opener from my keychain. Like, n little effort, a lot of creativity. No money was put into this. And he got it, and it didn't go over well. So that way... The rest of my family laughed, though. Yeah, except the guy that because got it. Because they didn't have it. Right. Yeah. What did he say? It he was like... kept trying to get people to take it. Yeah, it was like, after it was open and the game was over, he was still like, I just don't want to take this home. Can you take it type Oh, is that when you can take the gift and be like, I want... Yeah, it was like either, Yankee Swap. Yeah. You either I take something somebody's already opened, or you open a new gift. Yeah. But I just feel and like, I've been around this family. <laughs> I've been around this family eight years now. Yeah. It's, it's on them. Yeah, exactly. They know what to expect. They're playing, aren't they? Oh, Moose is going to yeah. go ruin it. No, I think Moose is okay, I think, now. No, these look great. Thank you. You're welcome. They literally look store-bought. There's so many more left, but I did six because we bought six beers. Yeah, that's so. fine. I only wanted six. What were you going to want my uh, opinion on? Oh, um, do you believe women that have loose vaginas have tight buttholes and loose buttholes have tight vaginas? I can honestly say I've never thought about it and have no knowledge about it. She's got a loose bottle. <laughs> Does that mean I... Never mind. It goes by. By process of the elimination. What yeah. would you think, Ross, if we started dating for roughly a month and you really liked me I and you were under the impression I liked you and I said, why don't we move to the... Eskimo country of Nunavut. You're inviting her to go? Oh, no, no, sorry. I, yeah, that's anywhere. correct. That's correct. I Wait said, I, I got okay. a job in a Callaway. Okay. We have to break up. And then you See called ya. me a couple weeks later and said, I quit my job. I'm ready to move out with you. 
Would you then be upset if we drove to said Iqaluit, lived there for roughly a week, 10 days, I said, I'm going to go out and buy groceries, and never came back? Would that upset you? Yes. <laughs> okay. We just have a friend. <laughs> a we have a friend that may have done or thought about doing something like that. That's all. I just Some weirdo. To, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was just curious. It was not me. I feel like it's you. I don't know why you would have done this. Why would I do that? I don't, I don't know. know. You gotta be nice know. to him. He's upset he's got wrist cankles right now, okay? When you were laughing there, you had look, neck cankles. Look at, look at how thin that wrist is. It's the other one. There's one swollen. Steve, I'm sick of your excuses. You should probably move to Sarah. Can we talk about Christmas? Hey, is that hat your uh, your bonus this year? No, my you got bonus a good bonus this was year. Was a uh, an and Echo God. Dot. Yeah, that's and a good bonus. Echo Dot. And so I'm gonna be like, that's coming on Friday. Oh, this is, maybe we could use her for your that's game show. By the way, <laughs> I don't think you want to use her for your, my game show. Yeah. She's been used. Whoa. Whoa. For games. Curtis. What? You don't even know what we're referencing. I don't know what you're referencing. See, you guys saying whoa is getting me in trouble. No, you said <laughs> she's been used. No, I wasn't done by sentences. You need to watch what you say, okay? Uh, I wasn't he done with sentences. I got a podcast where I talked about my vi- vagina. I wouldn't vagina. do such thing. Why are you bringing it up wasn't again? That, wasn't that the rule? You're not allowed to talk about her vagina? No. Yes. No, the complete opposite. No, I wasn't there for that conversation. Uh, maybe, maybe. That's why I'm wearing the black. It makes them look slimmer. What? Your wrist cankles? Let me just vagina, tell you. vagina, vagina. If you are talking penis shit penis about penis. my body parts, I'm not. I would never do such a thing. Yes, you would because I you would. have. You have for comedic purposes. No, only. no comedic purposes oh, for no reason at all. No. This thing will be shut down I, so fast. <laughs> I don't know what before, but it You're will You're on a roll up. there for a minute. No, I, I w- find this horribly degrading. I wouldn't say <laughs> no, I wouldn't say anything like that. Do you know my solo cast? I just talk highly about you for an hour. Shut up. That's all it is. Bullshit. It's a love it's a love song <laughs> to you. Shut up. Maybe do a spit take one time. Why, what did he say? He doesn't even remember what he said. That's what makes I it don't. even worse. <laughs> Were you talking, was that when I walked out of the room and you're like, I fucking hate you or something like that? <laughs> no. It was for the, uh, the Cinnabon thing. Oh, don't get her started on that. Okay. And he's just like, uh, he's just like, hey, if anyone else has the same problems with me, or is dating the same kind of girl as me, <laughs> Just like kill her, kill her, bear her in the backyard. <laughs> <laughs> and I brought it up. He do you remember saying? Yeah. Like, I, don't no. know. I was probably reading a quote from a book or something. It, that wasn't was my word. Yeah. Have you heard the story about the Cinnabon? We're gonna bring this up. Right I now. guess so. Thank you, Steve. Yeah, Steve. Yeah. I'm just talking about the time. How about the ATM machine that? Oh, whatever. How about that, Steve? I wouldn't lie about that. I think well, like I'm on lie. your side about the Cinnabons. <laughs> oh, is that why you're bringing it up right you now? You lost your only friend in the world on that. <laughs> oh, you're saying she doesn't have friends. Why don't you? Rip a, why don't you rip up my girlfriend more on the podcast? Maybe you should really shut this down, Ross. Oh, maybe I should. Maybe I'll just quote all the things wow. you say about her. I, I only he say glowing say things. He doesn't say that. I don't. 
Maybe you shouldn't have your wrestling friends over anymore. Your real Pee -pee friends. Pee-pee can stay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm taking top mic now. I was, I was just going to talk and about I the time that I got his pizza and got the Cinnabon with the pizza. That's, That's what I was talking about. And but. totally redeemed yourself. Can we talk about Christmas? Because I'm excited. I couldn't sleep last night. I was so excited. I'm not that excited. I'm not excited. <laughs> not that excited. Are you a big Christmas fan? I can take it or leave. I'm really? More, I'm more of a Halloween fan. I feel like you're such a grown kid love Christmas. I don't. I hate snow. I hate cold. I agree. I agree. I, I like snow on Christmas. No, I don't want it all. I don't want any of it. I don't want it to get dark at 4 p.m. I don't want to shovel driveways. I don't want to drive in it. Yeah, I hate the idea of going. How many driveways are you shoveling? I have a large driveway. <laughs> he does. He has one of those, like, I have a six-car six like, driveway plus a roundabout. Do you actually? Yes. Okay, that, that is, okay. yeah. That's driveways. I thought you are just... No, no, just even, in, even, even in general, I don't like snow. I hate driving in it. I hate, like, I hate being We were cold. talking about this last night. Like, if I don't ski or snowboard, I don't ice skate or anything. No. The snow is just shit. Yeah. Like, honestly, I like it. For the 25th, a little dusting. Besides that, I never want to see it again. I don't need it. If I never see snow again, I'm okay with it. Just on. Did you just buy the koozies yeah. from somewhere? And, and then, then I just cut these out. I bought like 12 on Amazon on. for five Is bucks. Is that like uh, like a vinyl like yeah. stuff? Mm -hmm. And it stays on, they'll stay on fine? Yeah, I don't know about this stuff that, like he bought this vinyl online. But the Not vinyl great. that I was doing, I don't know. The vinyl that I was using for the shirts, I washed them and everything, and they're fine. Oh, yeah? Can we make a luchador mask out of that? <laughs> you want me to throw that big one? <laughs> if I have a samurai sword, will you give us a dance? I could trade. <laughs> <laughs> My services for a wrestling mask. <laughs> I can't believe you're not a Christmas guy. I, 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 well, if you look I feel at my like house, you were spoiled the shit when I was, you were a kid. Yeah. No, if you look at my house, it's all Christmas up. But yeah. I just, I don't, I don't care. Really? I really don't care. I love it. I love Christmas. What's your Christmas tradition? You wake up in the morning on the 25th. Um, well, let's start. After the initial let's uh, fighting of parents. Okay, okay, you got right? it. I can and understand The yelling now. and the cursing. You watch Who's the Boss for eight we hours. You watch Who's the Boss and plow into a couple cushions. <laughs> uh, then we, we open up gifts. And we go visit uh, 40 aunts and uncles who we don't see throughout the year. Oh, really? So you have and, a busy uh, Christmas day. Well, you know what? I, I used to. As a kid, it was like that. But now, like, everyone's, you know, everyone's dead because they're old. <laughs> but uh, now it's just limited to maybe about three or four houses. That's not so bad. No. I do, when we, our first couple of Christmases, because her parents are divorced, we'd have to hit, like, three Christmas dinners in one day. And it, I remember for a bit there, I was just like, my Christmas, Christmas isn't morning. really fun. Yeah, your my Christmas, Christmas morning, morning was even worse because I my I had a seven year old brother. Well, I have, still have a brother, but he's not seven anymore. Um, I'd wake up at like six a.m., open presents with them, go to my dad's house, open presents with my family there, get to his house, open presents with them in the morning, and then we do dinner at both. And then I'd go back to my mom's, like get ready for the day. Yeah. I think family would come over, yeah. and then... Be like an early, early dinner. And then I think I'd just come back to your house for yeah, dinner. I don't think we went back to my dad's house for dinner. Oh, fuck, guys. Complaining more about spending time with your family. But it's not quality time. No, and it's not it's like because rush. you want to. It's because you are obligated you to. You gotta That's what we do That's now. That's what we like do now, yeah. Christmas Eve. We got her mom's house on this Sunday. Sunday. Okay. Her dad's house is Christmas Eve. Okay. My house Christmas. Okay. Like... My parents. Do you guys ever switch it up? 
No, not, not lately. Anymore. That seems to be the routine you know, that works with not everyone. Not being with your family on Christmas. I'm no. not trying to start anything. No, no, no. I'm no. Just asking. I'm honestly he not. He is my family you. now. Yeah. Yeah. You fucking idiot. I see, yeah, well, I mean, we stay at my dad's house Christmas Eve Christmas until Eve, yeah. basic, like, till, like, midnight, basically, yeah. right? And then our New Year's, like, New Year's plans have been lately going to my parents' house. Do you have? On New Year's Eve? Yeah. Yeah, yeah we spend the night. On New Year's Eve. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which I like. What do you do New Year's Eve? Shave my eyebrows off. That's true. Is that what you, was... It was right, it was, like, December 30th, I think. Was Year's that last year or two years ago? Two years ago. I was going to say. But I don't really... Because I'm not opposed to having really different anything. New Year's plans. It's just, uh... I have no plans. No, no. By the time New Year's comes... Makes plans. I used to go to Elias' house for New Year's Eve. By the time New Year's comes, we've already had so many big meals and stuff. We're kind of just festive out. And just, we kind of want to just be low-key. It's funny. I love Christmas. I love everything that goes into it. But midway through dinner at my mom's, I'm just going to get to a point where I'm like, yeah, I'm ready to leave. Like, I just... Just want to go, you know. I would almost be okay too. I hate that I say this. That if this year we're like, let's just not do anything and stay home. Oh You're crazy. <laughs> my because dream Christmas. No, I don't mean for Christmas. For New Year's. Oh, for not New Year's. For okay. Oh, oh, no way. I think about that. I like. I like New Year's. My, my favorite New Year's Eve are just when you're just hanging out, not having a party, just hanging out. With friends, yeah, or even like your family, and just you know, that's kind of why we like the dad's house, you know. I just was struggling so much to stay up last year. That's the thing, too. And like, I just wanted to go to bed so bad, but I felt like I had to stay up. You do, being, especially being at my parents' house. I'm yeah. like, well, they've got midnight's not even late. Are you a night owl, like on your days off? Yeah. I used to be. I'm not so much anymore, but I, I feel like I'm wasting my I days can't. off if I go to bed early. You can't. I can't. And then we went to bed at my parents' be- house and had the worst sleep. Yeah. That, that, yeah. yeah. I, I've been going to bed now on weekends. If I make it to 11, I'm lucky. Like, if I get home from a show, it's yeah. almost straight to bed. It's funny. Like, I could be out, like, show, be fine. Oh, like the moment I get home, it's, like, it's just like home is where you relax, and yeah. it's like the moment I get home from a long day, my body's like, okay, like we can shut her down now. Yeah, it's last weekend, everything felt so long, man. Oh, have you guys seen the preview? We can end anytime, but have you, you guys seen the preview for the Christmas Carol on FX tomorrow? But it's a horror movie, okay? It's tomorrow. I've been looking forward to it for weeks. Because supposedly the original book is very horror. It's like a gothic horror. And this, as opposed to, like, I love a Muppet's Christmas Carol. But this kind of takes it back to its roots. Why am I not allowed any peace? Yeah. <laughs> 
enough. No, no, it was never enough. What was the purpose of our gross accumulation? You vandalized the world for this. What would you do, Mrs. Cratchit, to have me hand you 30 pounds? Not as a loan, but as a gift. There are no gifts! This is not a game, Ebenezer. Not for It is only for the life of my child. Come and look upon the evil that you did. a Christmas present? Yes. Yeah, I think so. Sudeikis. Or... How great does that look? Yeah, it looks really good. I can't wait to watch it. Did you just say she fucking will? I'm not fucking will. Have you seen The Irishman yet? That's on my after Christmas viewing. That and all the Mandalorian is on my after Christmas viewing. You have not watched the Mandalorian. No, yet? I hear great things. Are you a Star Wars guy? I'm not really a Star Wars guy, but I just have an appreciation for it. Yeah, that's kind of me. And the universe that has created and all the the fandom and stuff. I don't like. I've seen all the films, and Ooh. I could take it. Like I decided to watch the Mandalorian because I heard good things. Yeah. So it it's really good. And then, the, the budgets they put. Into these episodes, it's like movies, aren't they? Oh my god, it's crazy! I, I said something almost, almost similar to what you did last week, where it's like I've watched every movie, I like every movie. I'm not a diehard, but I, I just really appreciate. It. Yeah. Like when I finished the Last Jedi, I loved it. If you were to ask me the second the movie was over, what happened, I'd be like, uh, couldn't was, tell you, but I loved it. There was a Last Jedi. Yeah, yeah. There was a hologram of Luke, and Leia died, not in the movie, in real life. She flew away. Yeah. Uh oh, what's he got? Oh yeah. All right, I think that about does it. We're what time are we at? We have the same podcast time as the Irishman, actually. (laughs) Yeah. If we go another half, we've actually aged the same amount as well, guys. We're all seventy-five years old. Major news story today was that the real-life radio. That was like three days ago. Radio! We had a guy in high school named Ricky that we called Ricky Radio. Radio. Yeah. He once sent an email to me. I thought it was a personal one, and it turns out he sent it to like every dude in in school. And it was like, what does masturbation feel like to you? Does it feel good? Do you orgasm? That was awkward. What was more awkward? The way you answered or... No, the video I, I showed him might have been a little, you know, I could have clipped it a little. I didn't like my editing skills, you know. I didn't have to go full goatsy in it as well. I didn't have to spread open my asshole, but, you know, live, laugh, love. All right, I think that's about it. Next week, we're going to do a special Christmas episode where uh, I'm going to have a bunch of people call in and share Christmas memories. Hopefully they uh, actually record the message. Anyone actually say they're going to do it. I sent it to 28 people. 28 people have been sent this, so you'll hear next week how many people you do end up hearing. Um, You're going to clip them and play them? Yeah, it's going to be like whatever, how long they send it. Justin Sane sent in a few. I got one from Ian Blade. Uh, Guzzler over here is about to... Curtis. I fucking hate you so much sometimes. And uh, Can I call it? Absolutely. Okay. You gotta uh, leave a voice message on Facebook Messenger and send it to me. That's how I gotta upload it. Oh. It's the same deal. Okay. Is there anything you wanna plug, Steven? 
No. Yeah, me neither. Plug uh, Santa Claus. NSW January 12th. It'll be the return of Double A Bobby K. Yeah, hopefully. And if not, then it'll be. PP Smalls. PP Small, exactly. I like the transgender gimmick. Is that gonna. That was met with a lot of criticism and anger, let's just say. Tough time in the world to it pull that off really now, maybe. It was really not a good time to laugh about that. <laughs> You're the first transgender one. <laughs> I could try and pull it off again, but I don't know if you want me to. No, I don't want me. No? Nobody wants that kind of heat. Yeah, I think we can pull it off in NSW. I only say that because if shit goes down, I would just wipe my hands clean. And be like, wow, Steve Brown runs this joint, not me. Alright, is there any last words? Uh, make like a baby and head out. Yeah, what's that? Steve, what's that sentence you always say when African Americans come into money? What do you say? You say they're something rich? Nope. Just say it once. I'll cut it. Nope. Podcast is off. Click, click. Just say it now. Not saying nothing. Steve's favorite word is 